Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to today's unbelievably stacked panel for primetime gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And of course, I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And as you can tell by the lead up to today's fantastically planned show, we have some big topics. We have a big time guest making his debut on the Double Barrel Gaming Network. And of course, we have our regular stout list of primetime gaming panel members. So let's get into the introduction so we can break down this show. And we're going to start with our guest making his debut appearance on primetime gaming. Uh, John Wolf, welcome to today's program. Hopefully, you are ready to talk games. Definitely, Boomer. Um, ready to go. Uh, lots of topics to cover tonight, so I'm looking forward to it. You know what? Why don't you give us a little bit of a background of who John Wolf is? I know that you know you're sitting in front of your um, epic collection of books. I think that people might be interested to find out exactly what you're sitting in front of. Definitely, definitely, Boom. So I, I collect. I've been collecting comics ever since I was, you know, about ten years old. And what I discovered a uh, uh, you know, probably like a year ago, is that if you send over your comics to a bindery, they can put them together and make some pretty, uh, uh, you know, a custom book that no one else has. So I've been doing this for a little bit of, over a year, and I've gathered up quite a collection that I'm quite proud of. Boom! And it's one of the things that I like that I love about it is that it's uh, it's unique to me. I'm, I'm the only one that's going to have this. Uh, collected edition in the format in you know just the cover the spine it's going to be unique to me so that's one of the things that drew, that drew me to it and i love doing it man it's super addictive well listen obviously besides being a huge comic book gamer besides being an unbelievably father husband and family man you are Thank a diehard gamer what are we obviously you're wearing your xbox shirt that is where you yeah. lay your head home For what sure. are your thoughts so you're so you're a big time xbox player yeah, boom. I've been gaming on Xbox since the OG Xbox. Uh, the very first game that, that you know, I played like almost everyone else was Halo. And the moment that I, I turned on that Xbox and experienced Halo for the first time, I, I, was, I was completely hooked on Xbox. Um, and just some of the little things that I noticed about the, the actual box, uh, it had a hard drive. I didn't need a memory card. Uh, the breakaway cables, that's when I kind of knew that that box was catered towards gamers because it was things that gamers wanted. You know, uh, I spent a long time with the PlayStation 2 beforehand, and I noticed that every time, you know, my mom would pass by, there goes my console. So as soon as I saw those breakaway, <laughs> those breakaway cables, I was like, I'm hooked. I'm Xbox for life, man. That, that right there sold me. Well, it's it's glad we're, we're happy to know that you are not only a diehard gamer, but you are an Xbox gamer. And quite frankly, it is a great time to be an Xbox gamer because of all of the unbelievable news that continues to pour out of Redmond. But let's continue with our introductions. Next up, he's known to many as a sniper elite. I make him blush every time I say he will shoot you in the face while playing online. Please welcome the Tempest Sun. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing? Uh, happy to be here. Got some juicy, juicy topics and uh, nice to meet you, John. I dig nice your shirt. You. I need to oh. I need to get some Xbox card, man. I mean, it's, you know, it's Thanks. like my favorite thing and I don't have any I don't have any merchandise to show it. For sure, Shame brother. On me. The only thing <laughs> some people would even suggest that's a fake fan. 
I, I know, man. Well, you know what? I go into like, uh, uh, what is it, like Kohl's and places. I'd see PlayStation shirts. You know, Microsoft just needs to step up their game. I buy them. I'm sure a lot of people would. My uh, my wife actually got me this shirt because uh, she knew I was going to be on the show. And I, you know, with the with the acquisition of Bethesda and Zenimax, they they got to update yeah. this man. Winning Doom yeah. guy on there, yeah. you know. So, yep. Well, Tempestan, it's a it's a pleasure to have you. We've been talking in the DM, so I know that the second the, one of the main topics of tonight's conversation is going to be quite spicy because yeah. obviously. Uh, Sony has been, for all uh, points accounted, dropping the ball as of late and going into uh, the next generation. Um, they kind of seemed like they might they may actually limp into the next gen as opposed to walking tall, coming from a, a position of leadership, considering that they were the dominant force this particular um a generation it, it is really a 180 uh, it is a sh yeah. it's shocking to see it's shocking the dude. uh the 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 about face that company has made but we're, we're going to get into that momentarily uh next up you know him as the loudest man from canada considered <laughs> sometimes to be mooch from new york but he is not he is his own man and he's from canada and he does great impressions please welcome Mag, what's going on, brother? Well, good evening, boom. Good evening, chat. It is Shocktober. It is my favorite time of year. And of course, how else can we do it without a wolf in the house? John Wolf is here. So let's get it going tonight. We got some great topics and let's get to it. Yes, well, it's great to have you here. And obviously, you're going to see that there are two folks missing. Well, Cybernox is running slightly behind. Obviously, work becomes you know more important than a silly podcast. So he'll be, he'll be joining us momentarily. And Clowns is taking care of personal family business. So, of course, we wish his family all the best. He'll be back next week in his regular chair. But last, and in no way least, one of the most prominent and upcoming podcasters that I think that has exploded on the scene, besides being a community leader, besides being our inside man to everything GameStop, he has been a content creation, a, a content creator on a mission, but I don't know who that mission is from. Is it from the gaming gods? It might be. Please welcome Gaming Forte. Man, um, that's a good intro right there, man. I don't How you like that? And, that, and that, that's yeah. from the gut. So you know that, what you, that's from the gut. So yeah, man, it's it's Monday, man. It's always it's always great to be here. Uh, first of all, Mag, I, I wish man, you make me feel like I need to go take some vitamin D every time I hear you start these dang podcasts because my it just seems like I don't have enough energy like you have every Monday morning. Jesus. Hey, Look, let me man. tell you something. You, you, you should feel sorry for my wife. She has to live with this 24-7. There is man. no down button for me. There's no down button. Hey, no, man. man. I'm it, like man. this all day. I love it, man. It, 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 <laughs> if I was asleep, I'm awake now. So <laughs> no, man, but I can't can't get wait to get into these topics, man. It's been it's been over a week, man. It's since we did this. So let's get into it. Well, listen, we're going to as, as with the as the folks file in, we're going to start off with, you know, something that I've recently added to the program. It's called the bits and bytes section. And what they are is there are smaller topics that would only take up about normally 20 minutes instead of a full on hour that we normally go with some of the bigger topics. And there are topics that most people are not talking about, which is why you tune in every Monday to primetime gaming to get some new information, potentially some that you may not even know exists. So for bits and bytes, number one, you know, with the addition of EA Play to Xbox Game Pass, many in the community cheered this paid service as getting something 
else for absolutely nothing. And uh, it is a big deal. Uh, it is a much bigger deal than the uh, gaming community as well as the, mo the obviously the gaming media has been making it out to be simply because, well, with EA Play, you're going to get 60 additional games in that vault. And of course, you get 10% off of all EA purchases which I just did uh, because I was e uh, an EA Play subscriber until I found out this. And, of course, I canceled, but I got 10% off of uh, Star Wars Squadrons. And more importantly, you get 10 hours of play. So even if you don't buy the game and it doesn't go into Game Pass, you can still get 10 hours and your achievements count as well as your, uh, your, um, your progress is saved should you buy the game. So there's a big advantage. But one such franchise that EA holds the development rights to is the Star Wars, and it is a big one. And there are, few, there are a few titles missing from that list that may be coming the same day that EA Play launches into the service, which of course has been confirmed for November 10th, the same day as the Xbox Series X and S launch. And thanks to an article that I pulled from comicbook.com, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order report is not only getting new single-player content for free, but it's also potentially going to get an upgrade in both graphics and performance. But folks, there's more, because this is where I, I take us down speculation town and uh if you if you are, have you played if you've played the game you know how amazing it is it is an amazing um star wars epic brand new uh canon type of title that was crafted by the very talented folks at respawn entertainment makers of apex legends and of course titanfall and we have heard uh rumblings of potentially free single player DLC that I would imagine are going to somehow work its way into the sequel that is currently in pre-production. But that game launched November 15th of 2019. And what's interesting and what we're hearing from industry insider Shinobi602, he tweeted that more content is coming down the pipe. And he actually said for both Doom and Jedi Fallen Order. Unfortunately, that tweet was recently deleted, suggesting that while it might have been a mistake, it also may be true because there was no rebuttal suggesting so. So this started to make me wonder a little bit. I said, wait a second. Shinobi's tweeting this. We know that usually after a year, a game goes into the vault. And wouldn't it be pretty damn epic? If Jedi Fallen Order was were to find its way to not only EA Play, but happen to just be in there the day and date, that service goes live in Xbox Game Pass along with the rumored added benefit of having more production value in its... Could we, could we see this game at um, 90 frames per second? Could we see it at 120 frames per second? Could we see it at 4K? 120 frames per second. Well, I don't know. But again, according to the rumor, this is going to receive some Series X and S enhancements. So I'm going to go to our guest, John Wolf. Listen, 
if there's one particular Star Wars game that EA did make a mistake with, it was letting Respawn Entertainment make uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And quite frankly, with Shinobi 602, who is normally spot on when he puts these things out there, and of course, the coincidence, if you will, you know, quote unquote air quotes, um, that uh, EA Play is launching the same day. That of course the series X and S are launching. It seems like the stars are starting to line up that we could have another big game to play in Xbox Game Pass thanks to EA's vault. What what are your thoughts on this? I agree, boom. I think the stars are definitely aligning. Um, I would think that both Xbox and EA would want a big title to launch on the same day that their services are uniting. Um in in regards to the to the rumor from Shinobi, where there's smoke, there's fire. He's posted some pretty good stuff before that's come through. Um, I don't know why that what that would change. Um, if it was a mistake, who knows? But if he posted it, it's for a reason. It's probably because he he got a good uh, he he's got a pretty good indication that something's coming. Um, and it's just another example of Xbox dedication to add value to Game Pass. I mean. The, the more that they add, you you start thinking to yourself, when is enough enough? I mean, how much yeah. value are they are they gonna keep on adding for me? And and you know, if if they can if they can make a strong case of a Star Wars game coming to Game Pass on November 10th, what better game than 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 you know the the Star Wars Jet uh, Fallen Jedi? I'm sorry, uh, it's it's a fantastic game. I played about you know half of it. I got halfway done. Um, it's one. Of, it was one of my holiday pickups during uh, during the Black Friday sale. I think I picked it up. I played it. It was solid. Uh, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, but I I, I I enjoyed it for 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 what it was. Respawn did an amazing job. And going back to to your question, it's it 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 seems like if it's gonna come true, boom, it really does. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, I mean, you make a lot of sense. I mean, obviously, the the big play, no point, no pun intended, for uh, Xbox Game Pass was that partnership with EA. Now, again, we we know that we all how we feel about EA, and you know, they're they're the evil empire. We get it. We we absolutely get it. But you still cannot deny the value of a sixty additional games. And again, some of them are from the three sixty era. But man, could you imagine playing Dead Space the trilogy? In um, it, you know, with no load times, or with you know, uh, you know, machine learning and potentially uh, machine HDR, which is which is crazy right. to think about. It double is the going frame to, rates. Double the frame rates. We could see that. I mean, it, it it's it's going to be pretty interesting to see what comes about, whether or not my theory down speculation town comes to fruition. Tempest Sun. I want to go to you next on because obviously Star Wars. Uh, is 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 right now it's it's you know movie wise it has been kind of limping around the uh the the you know the studios because the last couple have not been good we have had of course the mandalorian revive the star wars franchise and we just had last friday star wars squadrons which is absolutely fantastic it is very well done um and of course you know, everyone is starting to get excited to the launch of the Xbox Series X and S. And we know that EA Play is going to be in there day and date in Xbox Game Pass. Does it seem 
like everything is aligning to have this game potentially not only release their day and date of the console launch, it could potentially release with enhancement, but also with additional content. Yeah, no, man, I, I've been thinking this for a while when they first announced it. Um, I'm probably going to be, I've probably said this on the show before, but like, I haven't played that game yet for very specific reasons mm. and everything is aligning to what I hoped for. This is literally what I hoped for because I knew that the series X was going to be awesome for backwards compatibility. I skipped the game because I didn't like the performance on the current consoles. It stuttered a lot. For yeah. Sure. I yeah. mean, I know I've watched the videos and everything you're, you're looking at like, I don't know, high 30s to mid 45 frames per second. And that's just, you know, that would drive me up the wall, like absolutely insane. I can guarantee so, uh, you, though, if they can get that locked into 4K60, it would be a, it would be a spectacle. Oh, yeah. Well, I've, I have no doubt that it's going to achieve that just through the raw power of the the system, you know, the brute force back and pat. And um, so I'm super hyped. I, I, I think this it all makes sense. Uh, the new content's crazy because, um, I mean, I didn't see them actually adding to it you know like that but uh i don't know dude it's perfect for me there's probably a lot of people that didn't play the game and yeah. they're gonna get a chance to now and i'm one of them and i i was I, you know, I felt silly for holding out but now i really don't because if it does come day and date like i i got so much to play i might, I might not even get to it right away but uh the limited amount of time i played it on the pc i really enjoyed it on the pc I enjoyed it at the, you know, obviously the 60 frames a second, but you know, even my PC, I played it at like 1440p or something. It can reach higher, higher than that on the series X. So all around, it's just, uh, it's good. I'm super hyped for it. And uh, I don't know, man, it makes a whole bunch of sense. I mean, just, I pay for EA play five bucks a month. And I just got the message from Microsoft saying, Hey, guess what? <laughs> you don't have to pay for it anymore. So it's just, it's all gravy to me. It's, it's great news. It's good for everybody. It's just more value. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. So, well, I mean, obviously, you know, when, when talking Star Wars, uh, especially considering that this is a new character, it's new canon, uh, it's a whole new story. It involves Vader. Uh, you know, obviously this is, this is just taking place, uh, you know, right, right after one, one of the, you know, the, uh, the, the, I believe it's right after the first trilogy. Uh, it, 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 opens the door for a lot more Star Wars stories. But what's mm. interesting, and I think what really gets me excited, is the fact that this was a single-player game uh, Game where, you know, a lot of the folks call, call them the one-and-dones. Yeah. And to know that um, EA, which we know who EA is, right? We know the, the evil mm. empire, and they have very, very deep pockets and short arms, right? Like a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fact that they would allow Respawn to potentially put out some single-player campaign, which is rumored to be free of charge, that is crazy, super, dude. super exciting because we don't necessarily know if the new content is simply just based on the current engine or did they make it? Did they make use of the hardware that they knew that they were going to be partnered with? Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be on the uh, PlayStation. It's, I'm sure it is. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that it could potentially be made from the ground up using the technology of the Series X and S, that would be something else. Yeah. No, I it's also uh, I, I feel like if they haven't said anything, I don't, I don't believe. But if it, they actually do optimize this thing a bit and actually do more of like a, X, a Series X patch, 
that'd be phenomenal if they just brought that out of nowhere. I'm not expecting it. I'm pretty sure the back compat as it is would be like a mini remaster almost. I mean, that's almost what these games are turning into, some of them anyway. So, um, but yeah, if they actually gave like a patch or something, that'd be wicked. And I don't see them charging for that as well. I really no, don't. no, they, they would. That that would probably just be right in there with, with uh, yeah. the smart delivery. Yeah, exactly. Um, aspect. Yeah, and I didn't the little bit I played. I mean, I I didn't. I've been waiting, like I said, but the bit I did play was pure quality. It, it really was. I mean, the beginning was a little bit tropey. You know, I've done that like probably 95 times in other games just like it. But uh, <laughs> once you get past that, I mean, the uh, the cinematic appeal to it, uh, gameplay, the whole nine yards, it seemed very, very good. And I got to say that along with the Mandalorian are, I think, the two biggest hopes that the Star Wars franchise has because it is the movies were, I mean, you know, yeah. That, and I don't even want to get into that because it's depressing. But uh, <laughs> it seriously is. Oh, but yeah, they're pretty bad. Man. It was a bad, bad. It's well, pretty bad. I mean, the, the, <laughs> listen, episode seven, fantastic. Loves it. Episode eight, ew, oh, I don't man. know, man. Johnson yeah. kind of really threw me for a loop in the last one. Man, they made Luke a punk, man. I listen. listen this, is, this, is, this is a gaming podcast, and we're yeah. going to return to gaming, just like I'm going to return to the Force. Um, yeah. Real quick, uh, Norm the Butcher in the chat. Uh, first of all, Norm, welcome to the program, brother. He uh, he asked a question. He says, "Worth a buy." He said that there was a trouble with the flight sticks regarding the um, um, uh, Star Wars Squadrons. It, you know what? I have not heard that. I know that there is. Uh, a, a podcast I listen to. Well, this is really a show, The Den of Nerds. Uh, uh, you know, obviously, because I'm a big old nerd myself. They're like comic based, but they deal with comics, movies, stuff like that. The guy Josh, uh, the guy that runs the program, has been playing it with a stick, and he is addicted to it. I mean, like he's been playing on the Xbox, and he's been loving it, and he has a stick for it. So I haven't heard him complain about any issues. I would definitely look into it. I have not heard anything as of yet uh but i do want to bring mag into the conversation now mag obviously yeah there is no denying the mm -hmm. value of game pass i mean obviously we've gone over it a hundred dozen times about what what yeah. we're getting with the you know with, with the service for fifteen dollars a month but the addition of ea play uh, again a bigger deal than some of the media is making it out to be uh 60 yeah. additional games and of course if everything goes according to plan like they have in the past when a game gets about a, just before a year old that game is announced to be in ea at what, which was ea access but now ea plays vault and it seems like i said came out uh, november 15th of 2019 the console the new consoles are launching on november 10th along with ea so it seems like maybe i might be onto something yeah. but it would be pretty damn epic to not only get advancements in the game potentially making bringing up the uh you know the counts of 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 the numbers that we want, you know, we, we we'd love to see this game run at a steady locked 4K 60. Uh, it could have run more. Well, I mean, obviously, we don't know, but it is a new game, relatively new. And to hear that we might be getting additional content, free single player content, is even more exciting. What are your thoughts on this, dude? Well, first of all, this is a plus in many different ways to me. Okay, so the first the first things first. If it's coming, to, it's a huge plus if it's coming to Game Pass. I mean, that's a big bonus for all of us. Now, why is this beneficial? Allow me for a second here. It sold, I believe, at the beginning of the summer or midway through the summer. It ended up selling over 10 million copies. Okay? Yes. 
Now, that there's still an install base. If you think about it for a minute, there's still an install base on the console and PC space, excluding Nintendo, of over 200 million people. So if you think about it that way for a second, that still means that even though it sold really well, there's clearly not everybody played it, okay? 10 million people, 200 million people out in the wild were playing on console and PC, specifically PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Now, this would be huge exposure to gamers who didn't pull the trigger last year yep. and you know add to that the possible new content to get owners of the game back in i mean you know plus the possibility of next gen enhancements this is a huge deal so now now here's a thought and you know I, i've been a staunch supporter of it i know it's not always a popular thing it's not always a popular thought but we have to sometimes not think about us now hear me out for a second when i say it, when i what i mean by that when you have, you know, the naysayers and the yahoos and the who's who's and everybody else, and they're talking about, you know, the new Xbox coming out, and who's going to play old games, this and that, la, la, la. Well, people like that, they're missing the point entirely of this, okay? Now, these are moves to entice and bring in a whole different, you know, a whole different generation of gamers. Now, let me take another example very quickly for one second here. You look at something like Gears 5 that's coming out for the Series X and the Series S edition. I already played it. Okay, you played it, the panels mm -hmm. played it, the chats played it, but you know, you might turn on for just a second either just to check it out. We might check it out for maybe like five seconds, you know. I said, Hey, let's take a look what it sees like with ray tracing and all this other stuff and 120 frames per second. Great. Oh, no, I'm gonna play through it again. <laughs> oh, are you really okay? Well, you know, I, I was just gonna check it out because I got so many new experiences to, to deal with this fall. So I, I might I may just like you know poke my head in just to take a look. There might be a gamer out there or millions of gamers out there who maybe last gen only had a PS4, you know, and to them, they pull the trigger on the Xbox because they hear all these wonderful things that Xbox is doing. They made uh, a great value that they've uh, that they've been offering to all their customers. Now they're about to sit down and play Gears 5 with all those next gen upgrades for free. And to him or her, this is a completely brand new gen experience, next gen experience. Now, back to Jedi Fallen Order. There are millions of gamers out there who never played it. Okay, I know 10 million is great, but that's not that's no that's not everybody. Okay, so Xbox might, if we're going down speculation lane right now, Xbox might give them that chance to do so. Now, to them, not us, to them, they're now about to sit down to a full brand new next gen experience. Yep. You see what I'm getting at now? So they're not marketing to us. They're trying to get that whole new group of adopters, maybe P people who are leaving the PS4, casuals, whoever. And now they're going to get to experience it for $15 a month. Now, when I say $15 a month, it's not like you're just getting Jedi Fallen Order. You're getting you know up to 300 especially now you're adding, you're saying what, about 60 games from EA plus about the 200 games that are in there now. You're going to be talking about almost 300 games. So now if you look at it, Jedi Fallen Order is now a huge bonus for these people. So... It's all about perception. That's the way I'm seeing this right now. So I could see this as something that's going to happen. And by putting this game in the spotlight again, and of course, so easily accessible, as I had just said, to gamers, this is an absolutely brilliant move by Microsoft and EA if it comes to fruition, which I can almost guarantee I'm going to stand on that hill because I think it's going to happen. Yeah, it just seems, I mean, again, when, 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 when you hear from Shinobi, it's usually a lock. Like when when I mean I, that's why I have alerts for him because he's he's pretty reliable. He's pretty now, dead on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely is. He has a tremendous track record. Um, I've used him as a, as a source before. I mean, obviously, I I pulled the same thing that everyone else would. You just go to his <laughs> you go to his Twitter account and you just pull a quote from him. But he's pretty spot on. 
And um, I, I just think that everything seems to be aligning perfectly. And what better way to celebrate EA Play becoming a part of Xbox Game Pass than dropping one of 2019's, again, remember, it was in the Game of the Year talk for a lot of people. Um, then you drop that in there with enhancements and potentially new free single player content that extends the story. My God, all I can say is that let's do this right now. But uh, Gaming Forte, let's bring you into the conversation here as we close in on 500 people in the chat. That is absolutely astonish astonishing, I should say. I want to say that if you are here and new, we want to say welcome to the program. Hopefully you like you like what we have to say good enough or well enough, I should say, that you want to become a subscriber to Double Barrel Gaming. And also hey, consider maybe hitting that like button. It does help. And you know what? I have seen tremendous growth. I have blown past the numbers I thought I was going to get in 2020. And you know what? At this point, I say F it. Let's try and get to 10K by the end of 2020. And we're on our way, folks. So if you are here and enjoying the content, consider subscribing to, of course, this channel. But Gaming Forte, listen, there are a lot of switches that Microsoft has been clicking that are green and go and ready to go. Uh, one of which was the surprise announcement. It should, we kind of knew this was going to happen. We heard rumors of it, but it was really nice to have the confirmation that EA Play is now a part of Xbox Game Pass. And it just so mm -hmm. happens that... Like clockwork, usually when a game is just about a year old, that game finds its way to Xbox Game Pass. Do you agree with the panel, and do you think that it seems to be right on pace with a big announcement to have Jedi Fallen Order in Xbox Game Pass through EA Play the day the console launches, potentially, with some upgrades and new single-player content? Yeah, it's going to be it's more it's, I'm more confident in that happening than anything else just for the simple fact of like you just said all of the games usually a year out Jedi Fallen Order released on November 19th of last year so so the fact that that is almost a year to the date they're going to want to roll something out at the same time with them saying that um that they're putting it in um, Game Pass because it starts on November 10th with the launch of the new system. So just that is going to be a boom itself. But when you say this is going to be the next game that you're going to um, normally get a chance to play inside that service is going to be the next boom because they're not going to announce that without saying what the games are going to be that's going to be moving into the vote for this year because they haven't done that so far except earlier this year when they moved some games in there. So I think it's a really good chance that that is definitely going to be what's going to happen. But overall, it's it's. I'm just excited to see uh, what they're going to be doing with the uh, game in general. I think the DLC that they're going to be releasing is a really good thing, and I think it is going to be new DLC. Because um, I'm just like you guys. When I see him tweet something, I'm thinking like, dude, this is a really good chance that this is actually going to happen. And then on top of that. Um, the tweet, he, it was actually taken down too. And normally, when you start seeing stuff like that taken down for just any rare reason it's kind of like smoke and fire you're going to basically see that actually probably come to fruition in itself but i'm excited because um i can never get enough of star wars i love playing star wars i love the uh world building that they do inside of that game i just hope to get um 
even more um, customability. I hope that they actually update the game because I know that's one thing they haven't really talked about when it comes to EA other than putting their games inside of Game Pass. What kind of upgrades are we going to get with these games when it comes to playing them on our next-gen system too? So I think that's where um, I'm more focused on what's going to happen in the next generation. But yeah, I do believe this is the thing. It's right around the corner. Um, Why not just get people super excited for the next game they can play? And it's going to be in the vote. Um, I actually have EA or I have EA Pro on PC and I have it on a what not pro. I just have regular EA access on console and I'm gonna cancel it as soon as it goes live so I can just get it as part of my Game Pass subscription. Yeah. But but yeah, and, and uh, I think that's a and, and and what I really want to happen is bring pro, bring pro to console. I mean, please bring pro to console because because right now I'm playing Star Wars um squadron on PC and it's Look, man, that game is freaking phenomenal, and people it is don't really it, 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 it is. is you know considering it if you it, leading up to the release of and and you are our resident Star Wars buff, if you will. Oh yeah, I mean he has seventy six lightsabers for crying out loud. So uh, uh, not that many, but it's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but you do. But yes, and of course I was being facetious, but you do have a lot of lightsabers more than you have hands. Let's just say that. Oh, uh, um, me General Dreamy, all you know. <laughs> It's very you true. Know, I, you know, Slayer of all of Je- all Jedi. You never know. Listen, but- you you could that could be the reason why you have so many uh, lightsabers. But you know, getting back to Squadrons, this is a game that everyone was hoping was going to be good because, right? It was little to no fanfare. Forty dollar title. You start to think, well, just a second, forty bucks in the <laughs> I don't know, folks. The game they is great. Hit. It uh, they hit a home run. They hit a home run. You know something? I bought. I I, I don't have the picture. I'm going to try and find it when someone else is talking. Did you guys see that custom Star Wars Rebel controller with the charging stand? Yeah, that was no. nice. Oh my god! Where I was I. I I'm going to put it up on the screen. It I bought <laughs> it. It is. It's like the helmet on a controller. It looks insane. I, I listen. It was 178 bucks with shipping, but you know something? I didn't care because it came with a full-on charger. You know, you get with like the Gears controller yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and like the um, mm-hmm. uh, Cyberpunk controller. It's when I find it, I'm going to put it up on the screen for everybody. It's absolutely stunning. But Forte, I mean, this is. Talk about your experience with that so far with uh, with with uh, Squadrons. So I'm about. I I've what put six hours in on the day it released and i have the flight stick and there is probably i will tell you because people i know are having problems with some of the stuff going on with the flight sticks i am very fortunate to not have that problem but it is something to do with some of the buttons on the controllers where it's not um registering the button press so that's very unfortunate for some people but let me tell you play on the controller and playing on a flight stick those are two different things like the game it's fit to be played with a fight stick. You literally almost, if you play in VR, because um, I know a lot of people, I have actually played it in VR too. It's like, a, it's like an out of body experience playing that game. It's like, I'm, so it's like, myself. I'm, I'm going to buy it for the play. I'm going to buy it for the PS4 look, because I have PSVR. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. The soundtrack, I mean, it's Star, it's Star, it's Star, it's Star Wars, man. The, the soundtrack is always going to be incredible. The sound effects, the laser blasts, um, that feel of um, that feel of speed that you have when you're playing the game, um, when you're 
hitting tight corners and cutting against Imperial starships and getting, could they even teach you how to get close to holes of the ships and how you have to use the momentum of the ship to go and parallel your way around? Dude, the game has more depth than people think it does. It's, it's pretty incredible. And if you are the type of person like me that likes anything when it comes to like flight, um, any type of flight games, like I'm a huge fan of Ace Combat 7. That's where I actually got the fight stick with that game. So I can play it. You will be at home. And it's just it's Star Wars, man. It's it's pretty incredible. And the one thing I will say, EA, EA has they've been giving us some 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 crazy dumb games over the course of uh, the generation. But to know that this is going to be a game that is going to last for a lot of people, and it's five, what, four player? I think it's four, four player, no, five player co op. I think that's a whole nother thing. So being able to go against other people, synchronize your teams up, overall, the game is just incredible, man. So if you get a chance to play it, you definitely should jump in. Did Boom drop or did he mute himself? Moon. So has any of you? Yes, got, I well, actually didn't mute oh, my chart. Sorry no. about that. I was gonna take off. Gonna say, who else has gonna, played this game since Boo's not here? No, I was oh, gonna get Cyber to start singing while yeah. we're waiting. Let, let, let's hey hold. now, hey oh, now. No, no, I was don't kidding. Dream I was kidding. It's over. Oh, yeah, hey now, oh. hey now. The series sex is here. Sorry, Almost PlayStation. Here. Let's go, Almost. baby. Let's go. Almost here. Let's go. Let's How are you guys that. doing? Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, man, glad to be here. Boom. Sorry I'm late, bud. No, not at all. Listen, obviously, listen, this is just silly podcasting. You know, real life is real life. But you know what? You happen to come at the nick of time simply because we are just about to close out topic number one, which was, of course, regarding the um, rumor that Jedi Fallen Order is going to be showing up in EA Play the day that the Series X launches, not only with enhancements specifically for the Xbox Series X and S, but potentially free content new single player content coming and that that rumor was dropped by shinobi 602 prominent uh you know leaker of information which of course that tweet has recently been deleted for you personally did you get a chance to play through jedi fallen order or is that one of the games you've been waiting to see if maybe you could play on next gen oh no hell yeah i played through that game like crazy i loved it i thought it was a phenomenal experience i played through it i went for it. i got the uh, full 1000 achievements on that game it was a, a great experience and by a developer you know respawn like it seems you know let's knock on wood that they can't put out a bad game i loved it now i will say that there were like some technical hiccups in that game like you some areas you drop frames and i'm playing on the one x right so just to hear and, and and we see it throughout a bunch of games with the backwards compatibility that if you watch digital foundry's vid uh, video with the series x in hand you mm -hmm. see the technical um uh fidelity uh, like the upscale that these games are getting right from just the power alone so man that'd be awesome like just playing that game i mean I i'm just excited for the extra content if it's going to drop in you know and it's going to be part of game pass that'll be amazing too um, but yeah, just, uh, you know, the frame rates, the, the graphical fidelity, uh, it'll be amazing, man. An interesting yes, thing to, to see boom, sorry to, sorry to, but an, an, an interesting thing to notice is that I, I, by watching the coverage of the series X, uh, with the backwards compatibility, we got to really keep an eye on what titles they're allowed to talk about. So that could be a, a big indicator that the, that Jedi is, is going to be available on EA um on that on november 10th with with the update and with the downloadable content if they don't talk 
about it from now all the way to to November 10th because from from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing on on the different uh, YouTube videos is that hey Microsoft is unlocking 200 titles here 200 titles there yeah so mm -hmm. it could be that they're holding that one back and to and to go by what Mag was saying just real quickly I I agree with him 100% if EA wants this sequel to sell well they're going to be able to introduce it with a bang on november 10th to 15 million subscribers to game pass and that's going to be go, huge brother. for them yeah that's that's actually a fantastic point so let, let me ruin everyone's night by putting this uh on the screen <laughs> you know, i'm gonna probably cause domestic violence i apologize in advance so let me just put this to the single play hey, this is the controller oh Look. my god i want it now Dude. yeah that's that's nice Dude, look at that. That is oh. uh, that is that's a special edition controller as you could freaking get, man. I'll send you I'll send you the link, bro. I'll send you the link. But you know what? If you get into a family dispute, please don't blame poor boy. I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to do it. Didn't <laughs> let me get everyone up here. Okay, so listen, let's move on to, of course, the next bits and bites. And this one is interesting because Bloober team is a developer known for horror and they have an upcoming exclusive for the xbox series x and s and it is a launch title uh and the medium that game just recently received a new horrifying gameplay trailer and based on what i saw it might be one of the best titles that are launching with the of course the console and i'm interested to know what the panel is actually thinking about this because listen i've been asked this a lot the last couple of weeks boom what is the first game you're going to play and i got news for you as many and there's going to be a lot of them a lot of really really good games that is the one that i want to play first simply because it's built for the series x and you know what just to bring it just just to confirm my particular opinion on it i have some commentary from of course the producer of the medium it's um it's jasic uh Z zabaya uh he is the producer of the of the medium at bloober team and he says this the biggest issue with was tech how do we do the things we want to do and for the current gen we started developing for the game with some ideas as a base but then we thought okay this generation is not going to be able to handle what we want to do then xbox series x came in and it was like maybe that will work and we and he, he continues with we don't feel that there are many boundaries now with the ssd when when you transition between worlds there is no loading times there you are you're in the game transitioned no load times means better immersion so and i'm going to go to uh, john wolf on this our guest you know when you talk about the medium I don't, I'm not going to he sit here and say that the medium is going to take the place of the Master Chief, of Halo Infinite, that, of course, broke our hearts. But we all understood why the delay came. And we're all accepting. Listen, let, let it go back in the oven. We'll see you next year at your anniversary, and it's going to be a big party everyone's going to want to come to, right? But the medium is a AAA developed game made specifically for the Series X, and it is a launch title, and I think it's going to do very well. But I believe also it's going to be going straight into Xbox Game Pass, and that is pretty big, or should I say, a big deal. John, what what are your thoughts on the um, the the medium's recently released uh, trailer? 
I thought it was absolutely incredible. Um, it, it has a way to really make you pay attention to, to the, the ambiance and, and the surroundings of the game. When you really start taking a look at the gameplay elements as they introduce that in the spiritual world, you'll be able to affect uh, the puzzles that are going on in, in the real world. It, it becomes a really unique uh, gameplay element that at least I've never experienced before. And it's one that excites me because it, it, this is something that, that they're definitely pushing the envelope on. And it's something that I see a lot of developers tr are, are going to try to replicate after the medium comes out but it's it's something about it, it's giving me this silent hill vibe yeah I, I, you know it's giving me it, it's 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 one of those games that you need to have the you know in my opinion you need to shut the lights down put on a headset and be fully immersed in but uh, the the trailer to answer your question the trailer completely blew me away that creature that was walking in the background I, i'm a sucker for horror stuff so as soon as i saw that i knew it was day one for me i'm gonna be playing the game on day one for sure and um and it, it was awesome man it, it, it they really impressed me let me tell you yeah i mean obviously i'm going to pull a quote from games radar their base their their quote was the medium is basically a new silent hill and base yep. uh, and they have uh, akira yamakota uh is uh is, is is doing i believe the um the sound for that game and he worked exclusively with silent hill that's a big big get for a small team and obviously you said it and i feel it i'm just watching the trailer i was like this is silent hill 2 all yeah. over again for next gen mag i want to go to you next if you are there brother oh i am here yes okay so let's let's talk the medium again this is a game that is not and has not been getting enough fanfare by the media. Now, I can't say why that is, and I'm not going to scream media bias. I just think that people seem to just be looking over the work of Bloober Team. Uh, obviously, their last game was uh, Blair Witch, which was freaking frightening as all as, as all heck, and quite frankly, was really a really well done title. Though this game, the medium has AAA banger written all over it. What were your thoughts and takeaways from the trailer I added to the DM? Well, I not only watched just that trailer, I actually watched a ton of different videos about it. And uh, I watched the developer breakdown and everything else of uh, one of the levels that they played. Uh, very interesting stuff. Now, just like uh, what, uh, what John Wolf said there, the vibe I'm getting from this game is actually not just Silent Hill. I'm getting like a Resident Evil meets Alan mm. Wake meets Silent Hill. Yes. So that's that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from all three of those games. It's almost like a love letter to the entire genre, so to speak, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, yes, I played Blair Witch. I thought it was good. I, I played it through. And um, the other thing is, before we even dive into what I'm about to say here, though, isn't it nice that we get to play it on Game Pass? Yes, oh, isn't that wonderful? Like, I mean, yep. that's not being puffed up enough. Is that this is not a $70, $60, whatever paywall where you're saying, well, you know, I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence. No, Xbox gamers, PC gamers who have Game Pass are getting this day one, and we get to play it as well as all those other magnificent games that are going to be in there and are already in there now. So that's a huge bonus. I just wanted to put that out there. Now, a couple of interesting things that I watched from one of the videos is that, um, there was a really cool thing that I, I liked. It was a, it's called like I believe it was called like the spirit charge ability, and it affects both worlds. I thought that was a really cool little feature uh, where um, the girl kind of like did this thing, and it was almost like she was like harnessing power in her hand, like energy or electricity, and then it affected 
the other, like the real world while she was in the spirit world. I thought that was very cool. Now, the reason why I brought that up is that I hope, you know, for their sake and for the fluidity and gameplay that they keep it relatively simple. This is the only thing that I have a slight concern about. They have to keep it simple. And I don't mean simple like, you know, simple gameplay. They have to keep the mechanics of it simple so that, I mean, I could foresee the game getting very convoluted and confusing if they take this back and forth too far. So they have to know when to rope it in. And that's where I'm watching. And I'm like, I hope it's not too over the top because you know what's going to happen? Some gamers might get confused. They might get a bit, you know, be like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. The clock's turning one way and I'm going the other way. What's happening? You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, then all of a sudden, you know what they're going to do? They're going to get turned off. And if they get turned off, they're not going to play the game. So I, like I said, I hope for their sake and I'm hoping myself because I'm really excited for this game. I hope that they just, you know, rope it all in and keep it at a very solid, tight, focused experience, not gimmicky. And the way I see it is that they hope that they actually maintains an all-around tight package. I think this game will be a success. Uh, once again, it's going to be on Game Pass. So you're going to already have 15 million, no, excuse me, 30 million eyeballs already looking at this day one. Yeah. Um, no, as I, for, no. sorry, what are you going to say? No, no, I was going to say, no doubt about that. Yeah, so you got 30 million eyeballs already seeing it, right? So that, 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 that excludes you know, uh, people on the other side of the fence or anybody else looking at this game or even just to purchase the game who don't have Game Pass. Uh, is it going to be my first load up? Uh, no. And I'm going to say why, because I, my first load up for me is going to be Doom Eternal. And now I know it's out right now, but I'm actually and it's really hurting me every single day. But I'm, <laughs> I want to play it in all its next gen glory. And it ain't going anywhere because Microsoft owns them now. OK, so it's going to be it's going to stay in Game Pass now. So that's going to be my first load up is going to be Doom Eternal. And then I'm going to throw this in there. I know it's going to be post-Halloween, but I could pretend for a week that it's still Halloween. So I really look forward to this game. And uh, I'm excited for it. And uh, I'm excited to see what they do. And you never know. Maybe they uh, might be part of the Xbox family one day. Yeah. No, well, you know what? That's actually a great point. You know, that, leads, <laughs> that leads me into uh, Tempest Sun. Tempest, listen, when you, when you look at Bloober Team, I, I've said this from the beginning. I think that they should be a Microsoft first party. And again, like Mag was saying, it could potentially happen. And we do have confirmation from Satya Nadal himself, not even Phil Spencer, but Satya saying, yeah, we are actively looking for additional teams. And I think Bloober would be a fantastic niche because they work on horror. And if they had the Microsoft budget, they could make something unbelievably epic. But it looks like they already have in the medium. What were your thoughts and takeaways from the trailer I added to the DM? Um, I think it looks... Honest to goodness, really, really uh, interesting. Uh, it kind of reminds me if we had uh, like this split green function functionality instant loading uh, in like Resident Evil Zero, <laughs> like it's because yeah. you can break off and uh, it look you know it looks like you can freeze time uh, in in whichever like you know the spirit world or the normal world and go and do stuff and uh, it's just something new. I think that's the biggest takeaway for me is I really haven't seen this done yet. And I, I think that's what the developers were getting at, you know, graphically speaking, frame rate, whatever, that stuff. Obviously, it's not breaking any new grounds there, but uh, you are quite literally playing in two game worlds at once or pausing it. And uh, these types of mechanics uh, can be really interesting. Um, one criminally, I think, underplayed game, and I mean criminally underplayed, is Dishonored 2. If you guys haven't played Dishonored 2 yet, that game is 
out of this world good. And there is a level in there that blew my mind, absolutely blew my mind. And in that level, you um, can actually see into the past um, and it helps you out. You can go back and forth. So you're quite literally playing like two levels at once. It was um, a little bit more of a limited scope than the, what they're doing here. But that mechanic, it just it blew me away. That and not to go too off the rails, but there's another level where the, the, the actual level transforms while you're inside of it. So that game's fantastic. And hey, they're... Arcane Studios, it's a first party. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, 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 now. it's yeah. wild, right? It's it's crazy to think about, yeah, because I wasn't even thinking about that, making the connection. But so I've played with kind of mechanics sort of you know like this, and it blew me away. So it's very neat stuff. And um, no, I'm 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 excited for it. I, I I dig the fact that she gets white hair in the uh, the the, the, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the spirit world that looks cool. So um I don't know how much like scary it's going to be hopefully there's some good jump scares in there uh i dig that stuff um but you know i don't know the, the music is, is going to be incredible that's a given and um yeah like like mads mag said man it's you know day day one on game pass when it comes out i mean you can't you can't beat that this i mean if there's stuff in the works and they will be a first party studio i don't know that but the fact that uh, so far, as far as we know, they're not a first party studio and it's a third party game coming day and date to Game Pass. I mean, you can't you can't argue with that, you know, and uh, if you're even remotely interested in the horror genre at all, it's like give it a shot, you know, and it is definitely something new. That's the biggest thing I'd say interests me is it, it just feels like a whole new thing to do in a game. So it's got me it's got me pretty excited, you know, honestly. So I'm looking. Yeah, forward I have to a feeling. I have a feeling that this game is going to be a lot like Hellblade, where when you're done with it, you're going to automatically say, wow, what an experience. It's giving me like mm-hmm. the same vibe. That's the same thing that you know everybody had in common, which was pretty mm-hmm. much when they were done with Hellblade, they're like, what an experience. I have a feeling that this game is probably going to hit that same, you know, that, that same stride. That's what yeah. I'm hoping for, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, of- I, absolutely. And, and the one thing that they, if, if you if you read a lot of the commentary from the, from the team at uh, at Bluebird, uh, they they said that the instantaneous transfer from one world to the other, because the way that they show the game is not how you're going to play it. You're not going to play the game with an upside down, you know, two two, two um, world aspect. They're showing you that because they're basically displaying what you're going to be seeing in each world. But you can go back and forth with the press of a button and there's no loading times. And I love the fact that they built the game specifically to run on the Series X and S because of the hardware and the power of that 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 solid state drive. It is super, super exciting. Listen, folks, we're closing in on 600 people here. I want to welcome everyone to tonight's show. Share this out. Let people know that the best show on Monday evenings is, in fact, primetime gaming. And maybe we can get some more subscribers to come hang out with us. Um, Kay Asante, a very generous friend of the show, drops an outstanding. In fact, it is the first Super Chat of the night. Kay Asante, thank you for being here, brother, but thank you for your generosity. He says, good evening to the panel. I second Tempest Sun. People need to play Dishonored 2 criminally under 
rated. Uh, you know what? I want to go next to, of course, Cybernox. Cybernox, I don't necessarily know if you had a chance to check out the video, but this is a game that no one is really talking about. And even though I understand that there are bigger games in this, this is an exclusive to the Series X built for the new console. Are you excited to play this? And what did you think of the trailer? Uh, yeah, I did get to, uh, I did have a chance to check out the trailer. Now, I'll be completely honest. Um, when I first saw this game back when they first revealed it, I think it was sometime either last year or the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, you know, I was, uh, I was 50 50 on it, but the more I see of this game, like the more intrigued I am. Like, I'm a big horror guy, I love the horror genre, I love playing horror games, and this trailer just, uh, you know, amplified my um my hypeness for this game um the the immersion the sense of immersion that you get when she's talking and when she's walking around man it hit me like on all the right levels i'm extremely excited man i'm excited um to see how that's gonna work i think i've mentioned uh the transition between the two worlds is gonna work um i remember uh i mentioned this on in the the on the show a few months back um the only game that i can remember doing something like that was titanfall 2 during uh one of the missions where you can actually transition between the past and and your present time and i thought yes. that was like wow that was a, a game changer and now here he's got uh uh blue a blooper blooper right blooper? yeah blue blooper team blooper. Yeah, blooper team they're doing it to a whole nother level it's literally pretty much almost like the whole game you're going to be able to transition between these two worlds and they're nailing it man i, I looked at it the graphic looks great the atmosphere it, it just feels um i think uh wolf said it earlier feels like a silent hill game you know you're getting like a little uh, uh um the best like from uh, the you know you had so much material from all these other genres that you can kind of like pull everything together into one game and, and it's looking amazing and i'm really excited and kind of like max said it's gonna be on game pass like even yeah. if this is not your bag even if it's, this is typically not a genre that you like to you know explore if you're a member of game pass you can essentially go ahead try this game without like nothing going against you you can try it see if you like it that's the whole point of game pass like that discovery mechanism that allows you to experience new things and yeah man i'm excited for this it looks good uh, that trailer really helped me up for it it was great and tempest i'm sorry i'm in that camp i haven't played this honor too and i have the game i bought the game when it came out i could tell so, man uh, you didn't dude, reference that level. Wow. you gotta get I on know, that. man <laughs> i know so i'm sure there are probably other games that did something similar or to that same extent but um i don't only one that i've personally experienced was titanfall 2 during that level but yeah, yeah. um yeah. real quick real quick story you know i i'm throwing her under the bus here but i actually got that game for my wife because she saw the trailer and she's like man she looks so cool that game looks so much fun i got it and like i started playing it i just didn't stop so i played <laughs> and she didn't <laughs> yes yeah, so really excited for the media man i think it's gonna be one of it could potentially be one of those sleeper hits you know so yeah excited for it yeah, it, it definitely looks like it, it's going to be a sleeper hit. Real quick, but Gaming Forte, before I bring you into the conversation, Goose8402 drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Series X gameplay will debut soon. If they're able to nail it, the excitement will reach a new level that no one could have imagined. This is so fun. Yeah, dude, you know, it, it is a great time to be an Xbox gamer, uh, especially considering that, 
depending on who you ask, for most of the generation, they have been the underdog. Uh, they have been in third place uh, with the uh, huge success of Sony. And, of course, the out-of-the-gate success of the Nintendo Switch. And they are, I mean, there are only three people really doing this, and they're in third place. And with everything that they have been doing right, it seems as if they are running like, um, like um, as fast as you could possibly run into the next generation and, and to, to get away from this generation where there's so many mistakes were made. And it's, it's certainly an exciting time. Uh, but, uh, Forte, you know, when you, when you think about Xbox game pass, um, a game like Bloober teams, the medium completely shatters the game pass filler, um, narrative. And uh, obviously, we're we're starting to see that the Xbox has no games, and Xbox uh, 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 Xbox Game Pass's filler narrative completely just be wiped off of the conversation. And this is another big reason. It's a AAA developed game specifically for the Series X and S. It is built for these two consoles. It is a launch game the day, and it's going in Game Pass day and day. Did you get a chance to check out the trailer and? What do you think that Xbox Game Pass means to a game like this that is a new IP? So, yeah, I did check out the trailer. I think, first of all, the game looks incredible. I think the one thing that I like the most about these smaller studios is they're willing to do something different, try to do something that's going to like break a certain mode or try to introduce more... Um, thought-provoking ways of actually getting people to engage with their games and stuff because once you get once you get up to that triple a level it, it seems like a lot of studios for the most part not all of them but for the most part a lot of them like to just try to keep it safe for what they know is going to work with their fans because you know you have when you have a huge fan base it's expectations tied to that fan base when you're making a new ip it gives you an opportunity to do as anything that you want to do because the sky is the limit. And the fact that this is going to be in Game Pass day one um, just even speaks to more of the fact that there's going to be a lot of people that's going to get a chance to play this game. The fact that yeah. it's going to be launching with the new system. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be one of the few games. This is going to be one of the uh, few games that are launching day and date with the system that isn't already released. So a lot of people are going to be trying it out just because it's new. It's not going to be, oh, it's like these older games that all of these different um outlets are testing and all that stuff so when this game does come out it will give you something that hasn't been able to be played before on any platform so it definitely speaks to the the breath that game pass is going to be bringing to not just gaming in general but just to xbox because xbox is um definitely um using this as a jumping stone or a launch board to take them to places that they want to go. You know, the fact that um, it's going to be usable in all these different countries where console gaming isn't as relevant as it is on a streaming side. And the fact that they added um, X cloud as part of it back in September, September yep. 15th, it's going to be even another way for people to try this game out. And we all know that as of right now, Xbox is literally becoming one of the best places to play. If you want to be in that horror in that horror genre type uh, atmosphere. And I think mm. this is going to be just another um, another great inclusion to let people just play how they want to play, play where they want to play. And I think this game is going to uh, really surprise a lot of people. Overall, I do like what they've been showing. I just want to see exactly what the um, what all the options are going to be in the game once it does release um, the following up with this system coming out on November uh, 10th. 
it's yeah. kind of a uh, boom. If I could just, it's kind of a shame that this that, that not a shame, but it would be awesome if this game actually released this month, just because of you know October, Halloween. They can put two exactly, in, you know? yeah. It would have been kind of dope, but obviously it has to release with a console. So I completely understand it would have been kind of dope. It would have, and, and, and I got to be honest with you. Again, this is not a topic, and and we're not we're going to go into too much depth, but. I, I honestly believe that uh, the, the original plan, and we have heard this, and I actually have heard this from an inside source, that Microsoft wanted to launch early October. Uh, but obviously the world being the world and it, uh, falling back into peril, it seems, with COVID exploding once again, um, this is the reason why I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. I'm happy just to know that we're going to get a console or two now or three, really, because well, of you, because of the S. But uh, I did hear. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that what's going to wind up happening is you're going to be able to walk into a store and get an X. I, I, Phil Spencer has said publicly that they are <laughs> stockpiling Series X's and S's for. Uh, the launch of the console on November 10th. So I, I think mm-hmm. you're going to be able to get, if you want one, I think you're going to be able to get one. I know that you, you'd you rather have a um, a pre-order locked up, but I am going to say that there's been a lot of, especially with Walmart and Amazon, a lot of cancellations, man. I mean, I, I, I don't like buying anything from them for that particular reason because, you know, you, you, you lock in, you know, you're waiting overnight. You, you're finally after three hours of, of hitting the spam button, you finally get through F5 all the way and you wind up getting a cancellation. It's, it's, yeah, it's it tough. sucks. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, hopefully you do, uh, are you able to, uh, you know, get one, you know, real quick, I just got to shout out a good, uh, I, I like the name and I'm going to bring up uh, the Brujo X in the <laughs> chat. Uh, the reason why that means, yeah, Brujo uh-huh. is, 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 if you, if you know, that is a, a, a male witch, if you will, but, or a warlock, but my wife, her gamer tag is Mystic Brujita. And ah, uh, yeah, wow. so um um yeah, I do know a little Spanish, folks. That is I am my <laughs> I my, my family is originally from Madrid, Spain. Uh <laughs> so I do have oh, the nice. roots. Um Very but nice. listen, that's uh let's bring in the, now. This is this is the topic that's gonna be potentially a little spicy. Now look, I, I'm gonna just t- take the mic for a second here, and I'm gonna do a little bit of a explanation as to where what rabbit hole we're going to be going down now look everyone that is anyone knows that my prior career well i was known as officer friendly Uh, i did i was new york city police officer for 21 years served the city uh, grew up in the projects or or as they like to be called now the housing development so i came from poverty and of course my family built themselves up and i built myself to where i am today but bringing it back to being a police officer, when you were going to present the case, you needed to have evidence. And that evidence needed to be in the form of not only, um, you know, your, your muscle memory from the, you know, remembering the crime, but it also came with notes and it facts. So the next particular topic that we're going to go into concerns Sony. And I, and I know that what you may be saying to yourself, well, what the H is he talking about? How does being a police officer equate with Sony? Well, I'm going to break it down for you. Uh, this past weekend was supposed to be a revelation for the PlayStation 5 on many levels. Uh, we were going to get new information of the elusive PlayStation 5, which, by the way, launches in 39 days. And quite frankly, we basically do, do, still don't know a whole lot of what Sony is, uh, you know, what's inside of this PlayStation 5, other than they're going to charge 500 for one and 400 for the other. Now, since September 16th, 
which was the big PlayStation 5 reveal event. You know, remember, we got release date. We also got um, what the console looked like. Uh, we also got some launch games. We also got the pre-order information. Everything that we wanted, we got on September 16th. But since then, there's been little to no information. And unfortunately... For Sony and its fans, and I'm one of them because I have a PlayStation 5 ordered as well as every peripheral and six games, by the way, paid for in full. Um, there's been more confusion and reluctance to give players anything tangible. So I want to present to the jury the uh, my, my, my argument as to why I believe Sony is in a bit of trouble and players certainly need to start worrying a bit. Now, obviously, good friend of the show, King David, that's right, one of the biggest voices on the Iron Lords podcast, has been beating his drum that he believes a delay of the console is coming. And I know people have poo-pooed him in the, in the past, but you know what? I think he's a prophet, and he kind of knows his stuff. So I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you just never know. And I'm always, I put it this way, I never bent against the king so let me just break down what has transpired since the 16th of september and when i'm done with this list folks i think everybody the near 600 folks that are here including the panel are gonna sit back in their chairs and say you know something boom i think you got a case here so let's start with this after the 16th Right, September 16th, everyone's excited. We you know we have confirmation, Demon Souls is coming, launch, everyone's excited, right? We got Spider-Man, Miles Morales, we have well, we have bug snacks, we have a few other titles that are gonna be there day and date. We're all excited. PlayStation coming. Great. Well, this is what has transpired negatively against Sony since that particular um date. The PlayStation 5 reserve debacle. That angered more PlayStation fans and made them happy. Obviously, that was right after the uh, event. It was supposed to be a controlled um, and well-detailed uh, you know, information regarding uh, reserves. And that obviously went to the wayside. People broke street dates. And it was basically the Wild West. Then, of course, in a blog post, uh, Sony's Jim Ryan, or Jim Dancing Shoes Ryan to some, lies to the millions of fans where, if you recall in his big speech about wanting to keep things as exclusive to the PlayStation 5, we believe in generation, in generations, was utter BS. And he obviously angered loads and loads of people, which I believe Sony was using terror tactics into forcing people to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 instead of just coming and being forthright and, and I guess, transparent like Microsoft and saying, you know what, if you can't upgrade now, no problem. We'll let you play, you know, Spider-Man, Miles Morales on your PlayStation 4 and upgrade when you can. Or, of course, Horizon, the Forbidden West. Don't worry about it, brother. Sister, you can play on your PlayStation 4. We're not leaving anyone behind. But that's not what Jim said. And obviously, he lied, straight up lied to the millions of fans that have supported that brand. Then in the uh, one of the interviews, and I believe it was with um, Industry.biz, he confirms that there were going to be no PlayStation 1, 2, or 3 backwards compatibility. And that was confirmed by Jim Ryan himself, again, upsetting the millions of fans that were hoping that they could play their twisted their copy of Twisted Metal Black on their PlayStation 5. Well, that's not going to happen. Um, then we also had that, um, I don't know, PS4 backwards compatibility. Does anyone really know what's going on? Because I certainly do not. We've heard 100 games. We've heard 4,000 games. 
But have we heard anything since? The answer is no. Sony has been coy and dead silent on that particular aspect. Whereas Microsoft, you know, look at the other side of the coin, has told us that they expect nearly every Xbox, OG Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One game to be available at launch on November 10th. And that's coming directly from Jason Ronald. The second round of reserves, and obviously uh, our very good friend, uh, Gaming Forte, can attest to this, were in very small amounts. He had hundreds of people lined up, and he only had eight consoles, and that was his store. And we've heard the um, the reservations were even lower in some other ones. Um, and obviously, again, coming on 39 days to launch, this is not good. But, of course, the bad news continues with this that broke over the weekend, besides the debacle that was the Japanese YouTuber uh, uh, content creation community having their event. PlayStation 4 saves will not work on many of the next generation PS PS5 uh, titles, like, of course, Spider-Man Miles Morales, a first party game. Uh, no PlayStation. Uh, we also have a confirmed from the developers, Dirt 5, your saves will not be able to cross um, crossover. Same thing with uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Okay, so we also have the increase on Sony's first-party games to $70, which I'm telling you as someone that had to pay for these games, it hurts that additional 10 bucks. And of course, Jim Ryan confirming that PlayStation Game Pass is not a thing. It is not profitable. It's not sustainable. Good luck on Gex, uh, then a, then a, you know, a power pass or whatever you want to call it, a, a for the players pass ever coming to Sony's machine. And of course, over the weekend, once again, the leaked rumor of the SSD storage size being 664 gigabytes uh, from the original 825. Uh, and of course, if you remember when the uh, Microsoft X was confirmed to be 602 left available. A lot of the boo birds came out and called, you know, called, I, I, I guess they took Microsoft to task. And it turns out that Sony's is even lesser. And then, of course, the leaked rumor UI that was side by side with, of course, the Series X. It appears that it that, that the PlayStation UI, at least to boot the system, is three seconds slower than the Series X, and considering they they touted the SSD, uh, you know, being so much better, another black eye. But this was the last thing, and obviously John Wolf and I were talking prior to the show going live, and I just added this at the last minute. It, it is disturbing. Now there is a game by uh, uh, that's published by Gearbox, um, and that is, of course, uh, what, what, what's the name of the game? I I can't believe I forgot. Godfall. Godfall. Yes, thank you, sir. Godfall is coming out. I bought the $100 edition uh, because, you know, obviously it's going to have DLC. It's like Destiny, and I do like Destiny, so I'm going to take a chance on a new IP. Here's the problem, folks. It has been confirmed, uh, and this is from the developer themselves, that unless you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you will not be able to play this game offline. That's right. You heard me right. If you want to play this game in single-player format, you this game will be rendered utterly useless if you do not have PlayStation Plus. This has been confirmed by both Sony and the developer. Another unbelievable move. So I'm going to go to John Wolf. John, listen, when you look at 
what Sony has done. And this is post September 16th, right? So this, this is not made up folks. This is, this is the evidence I have presented to you. If you are a Sony player, there is a lot to be concerned about. And I'm a Sony player. And I feel like Sony is certainly limping, maybe even someone considered crawling into the next generation. What happened? How the 180, John, what, what, what are your thoughts on everything that I have presented? And when you look at the other side of the aisle, what Microsoft has done right and continue to do, to do right, what are your thoughts on this? Well, boom, I think you hit the nail right on the head. It's um, Microsoft has completely outshined Sony leading up to this ninth generation. And I really do believe Sony got caught off guard. It's the only explanation that I can logically think of. Um, do you see me sitting here? I have my Xbox shirt on in the introduction. I admit it to everyone. I'm an Xbox gamer. I love, I prefer Xbox. But with that said, I still ha I still own Nintendo and PlayStation, because uh, I'm a gamer first. So I, I, I'm completely shocked that Sony has has done a complete 180 on a lot of their things. With the news that came out today, just shows you how I, I I don't know where the disconnect is in the organization. At least to me, with the simple fact that they have switched over the command button from Circle to X in in Japan, that just shows you right there that. It's a small thing, but what happened to your tradition, Sony? That's tradition for you guys. And there's a lot of Japanese gamers from what I'm reading are really upset at that. Yeah. Um, and, and that just goes to show you right there that I it, it appears at least, okay, that they might be taking their gamers for granted. And they need to be called out the same way that us Xbox fans call out Microsoft whenever they're messing up or whenever they're during, you know, going off the road we need to say hey you guys need to get your stuff together here and i do believe that sony needs to be called out by their fans and the reason that i think all of this has happened let's give credit to microsoft and phil spencer here okay because again i i i believe that they punched sony right in the mouth and they punched them so hard that they haven't been able to recover so they thought they were going to just be you know be able to say hey this is a PS5. You'll find out about it whenever you do. We know you're all excited about it. It's going to sell out anyways, right? So why do we even have to try? Why do we have to show you what we have? Why do we have to prove to you that you should buy our system? And that's the attitude I've been getting. And don't get me wrong. Like I mentioned, I pre-ordered a PS4 digital. It's my it's my wife's. Uh, she got it for me for Christmas. That's going to be my Christmas gift. Looking nice. forward to now. Uh, I'm looking forward to Miles Morales, looking forward to Godfall. Um, you know, a lot of gamers will tell you, oh, boom, why Why are you comparing? Why are you bringing that up with Sony wanting to charge people when Microsoft has been doing that uh, this whole last generation with the free-to-play games? They, they do have that Xbox Live paywall. But again, this is just another indication, and Microsoft is messing up there. They do need to... They need, do need to remove that. Everybody agrees universally. But one thing is Sony now, oh, hey, are they? is this their new standard? Are free-to-play games, do you need PSN Plus to, to be able to play these games? I, I, think, I, I think there's trouble brewing here, Broom. I really do. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Now, real quick, before I move on to uh, Tempest Sun on on this particular uh, you know major topic, I I, I kind of want to get your your point and theory on 
what transpired this weekend on on Sunday, more specifically with the very, very controlled-like event. Uh, And look, I'll I'll say this. Look, and I want this to be completely clear. The, the, um, The humor... And the, uh, you know, when it comes to Japan is much different than here in the States, right? The, the, their levity is completely different. So, so w- something that we find to be, you know, un- not funny, they would find to be hilarious. And, and that's because of the culture. And, w- and I totally understand that. But what I can say is I watched about about four of, of the videos. And it was it was quite a there was quite a few of them. They, they had about I I think it might have been like six between six and eight uh, of their big YouTubers from Japan. Uh, there are a couple of questions that I walked away from this event uh, asking. Uh, for the first being that it seemed not only very controlled, um, it seemed overact overacted. Um, like it, it, again, you you could be excited about something. It just seemed as if it was over the top uh, acting. And, and not actually being excited. Um, now, whether that's true or not, I can't confirm, folks. I have no idea. What I can confirm is my suspicion that there's something brewing at Sony. And I say that because why go to Japan first when that particular market is a market that has been shrinking over the course of the last 10 years? Uh, Japan, if you don't know, used to be one of the biggest. I mean, people would line up for four days at a clip. To get their hands on a new Nintendo or a new PlayStation, uh, I wouldn't say that they lined up to get an Xbox, but that's a that's a show for another day. Um, but what I can tell you is that it has become a very heavy mobile market. Uh, right now, the biggest selling uh, console is not the PlayStation. It's certainly not the Xbox. It's the Nintendo Switch for its portability. Again, the mobile gamer has become the prominent gamer in Japan. Why not take the PlayStation 5 to, I don't know, maybe somebody like Digital Foundry or Austin Evans or Rich Review Tech, who's closing in on a million subs? There are, I mean, they're, they're, the guys at Spawn Wave, I mean, those guys, uh, I mean, they, 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 right? Why not bring it to one of them first or at least a, a dual kind of a situation? Because, you know, it's, it's again, a lot of questions. First of all, uh, Wolf, what, what, were, what were your thoughts on the way that this event went down? I thought it was absolutely horrendous. Boom. I woke up yesterday super early looking forward to, you know, PS5 news, looking forward to the UI, seeing what we were going to get uh, come November. And I was I, I just turned it off, man. I couldn't even take it. I've seen the gameplay <laughs> with Godfall already. I mean, I, I'm sold on the game. Don't get me wrong. I want to play the game. Oh, me too. I know that about it. Yeah. It's 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 awesome. It's awesome, you know, that they showed off how fast you're gonna be able to load when you die. That that was awesome. I you know, I give it to them. That that's something that that's gonna be great. But the show was horrendous. And I know it I know that we weren't the targeted uh audience, so let's let's you know let's mention that but at the same time like come on you know that that you guys got to do better than that there there's the expectation is so high right now that you should know better your marketing team should know better than to put out a product like that that's just my opinion no and 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 you know what you're spot on uh and obviously you weren't a part of the dm 
but I, I got I, like Tempest Sun has a lot to say on this. But Tempest, before I get to you, let me just let me just uh, first of all apologize because I missed Bounty Boom's super chat, but I do have it in front of me. First of all, Bounty Boom, thank you for the super chat, and of course, always supporting Double Barrel Gaming. Definitely appreciate that. He says this: Let's go, boom, and hit that like button, people. What's up, Forte? Uh, and uh, indeed, thank you for the channel support, but also, of course, the generous donation we also have a super chat just come in from a very good friend of the show safe space invader drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and says the xbox series x is 20 to 30 percent more powerful and we've heard that from dealer gaming many many months ago where he said the power delta and those are his words is significantly in the favor of the series x he says 20 percent more memory first party games cost 17 percent uh, more than 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 Xbox Game Pass price and performance, as well as 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 Phil promised. Indeed, yeah, he, Phil made a lot of promises, and Phil is delivering on those promises. You know, uh, Tempest Sun, you and I, we, we were having a conversation, and look again, we understand the the levity of Japan is again. I want I want to stress this: it is different than here in the states. But yeah. coming from my background, my brother Neil Mental and I, we were huge anime fans, and mm -hmm. we became fans of their humor. I found nothing funny about what was transpiring. As a matter of fact, I found it not only degrading, I found it embarrassing. And I yeah. could not believe that Sony was allowing this. And again, the overacting just was just so over the top. I found it to be gross. What were your thoughts on what I talked about first about how Sony has dropped the ball post uh, post um, uh, September sixteenth, and now the cherry on top of this dumps uh, dump Sunday, in my opinion, <laughs> is the event that happened on Sunday. Right. Um, I'll tackle. Uh, I guess. Um, well, you know what? You said it perfectly when you lined up the, you know, the questioning and the topic. Uh, there's still so much that we don't know. Uh, this thing that they put on uh, was was very controlled. Um, uh, in in comparison, like I just told you uh, earlier, uh, IGN Japan, their version of what supposedly like some of the YouTubers got over there, uh, they just got the Series X and they just have it. Right. They're showing it off and they're going to test it out post stuff, just like a lot of the, the people in the States were. I think you said somebody uh, influential in Germany got one. Yes. The way they're doing it is the way I would want to see it. I mean, this event was so stinking controlled, so limited in what they showed. Uh, it was kind of bizarre. Uh, I, I, at this point here, I know people are dying to see some actual gameplay on the Series X. From what I understand, that's coming. It's coming very soon. Should we have waited this long for it? I feel like we shouldn't, but you know, they have a game plan and so far their game plan has knocked us, knocked our socks off. Let's be honest, you know, with their rollout of content. I mean, we're so spoiled, you know, from Xbox, we want a news today because it's a Monday and we didn't get it. I was like, Damn it. I, I hardly slept on Sunday, dude. Sundays are becoming to sleep. Exactly. We're getting spoiled. So, I mean, the fact we didn't get anything, you know, it's kind of whatever. They can't show us something every week. But um, that's how they're handling things. And, and in retrospect, you know, Sony, yeah, this show wasn't for us. Uh, it, it was geared towards them. But I will say this. 
just like you, Boom, I mean, you used to import stuff all the time. Yep. Uh, I've seen some actual Japanese programming, like their TV. They overact. They overact in their gestures. They put it in almost their games, their anime, uh, their live action movies. They, they do over, over what we consider overacting is kind of the, the norm over there. Um, their, their gestures, their movements, everything is like over the top. But this was a whole nother level. Uh, th this was um, uh, this. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not. You know, I don't want to talk poor about the guy. I don't. I don't can't. I don't even know his name. But one of the main ones that everybody's making memes about. It oh, was, you're talking about the guy that looks like Austin Powers. <laughs> Austin Powers, the worst one. And I was like, as soon as I saw, heard it, I was like, oh god, it was like Japanese Elton John. That's what it reminded me of. I was like, oh my goodness gracious. So yeah, the the overacting was extreme. Uh, they they decided to put more emphasis on blowing on the controller and yeah. showing how that changes the game. Yeah, like dude, this is like this is the kind of crap we got on the 3ds or and or the DS from Nintendo like years ago, man. I'm like, and and you're and the one like he's jerking the controller ah, ah, like making jumping and, and i'm just like i'm watching that i'm like one nobody is ever ever going to do that and if they do somebody needs to put them in the loony bin you know they need to put them in a home quickly because it's ridiculous <laughs> um but yeah dude i this is this was over the top um I, and you know what it is for them but uh, it, were, it was for the Japanese audience, but Sony knows we were going to see it. Now, of course, you know, we're I'm, starving you know, for information. Exactly. So, like, they knew. And so they, they for this being their first, like, real showing, I mean, it was so controlled, Boom, that right or wrong, there was many people. A lot of them, yeah, of course, were probably Xbox guys that were like, oh, you know, was this thing even on? But, dude, you have to ask yourself the question. Like, one of the videos they showed, there was no LED lights. I mean, the PlayStation 4 has a bright white light on it when it's playing. Or when you boot it up, it's a bright blue light. I mean, you know that PS5, they've shown, and every picture or everything they've shown, there's two blue lights going up the entire thing. And there was no lights. But they're like, oh, it's whisper quiet. Couldn't hear it at all. Maybe it is that whisper quiet. But people were actually questioning if the thing was on. You know, yeah, it's funny no you should say that because... Yeah, 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 hold on. Yeah, if, you, if Bounty Boom drops an additional, very generous ten dollars super chat, and this is what he says. He goes, "I went and looked at the Japanese YouTube video again. Is it just me, or did it look the system was not even on? Remember, yeah. Sony's again. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look like it was on. And um, and one of the videos shown playing Godfall, a mouse. I, I it could have. I don't know. It could have been the the stream stuff. I don't know. I, I'm not saying, but when a mouse pops up on a console game, it's kind of suspect. It's a little strange. So there is footage of a mouse popping up and like moving on the screen. So people are wondering, is this a dev kit? You know, what is this? And you just don't know because it's such a controlled environment. You know, and uh, I don't know. I think it's screwy, man. Do, do they have something to hide? I can't answer that. All I do know is they are in, I don't want to say console work because that's stupid, but you know, but they are, they have competitors right now that are launching a console before they are right. They're the same price and their console kicks the crap out of yours. Um, they have something called game pass that you couldn't even prayer to match. Not only did they get Bethesda, which is now their studios, it's, 
there's studios and games that are just not going to be touching a play. Like I can't even fathom the amount of games that the Sony brand just lost completely. And so yeah. they need to do whatever they can to be like, no, don't leave us because I mean, it's just crazy to me. Uh, the two dynamics between the two companies, uh, it's, you know, I, I, of course I root for Xbox, but I've, I've owned every PlayStation and, uh, you know, maybe they don't want to. Maybe what they're hiding is the fact that their console really is that much weaker than the competition. Because Digital Foundry just did a breakdown of the ray tracing. Uh, Dealer Gaming, go to his channel. He just did a video covering what Digital Foundry said. They legitimately just said the PlayStation's probably the PS5 is probably like a twenty sixty super equivalent in yeah. power. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. It is just quite simply well, when you compare. Well, well, yeah, well, well, when you say that, and again, this is something we're gonna we're gonna go into like heavy detail. I'm putting the show together for Thursday. It's gonna be an epic show. Um, but just imagine that the PlayStation Five, which is the same price mm-hmm. as the Series X, is a 2060 Super, right? Yeah. And in the Series X, you're getting a 2080 Super. I mean, you're getting a massive delta in power. It is massive. for the same price. Oh, yeah, it, it's absolutely massive. And on top of that, like if they had a much faster CPU than Xbox or something, I would say maybe they could tackle it in a different manner instead of just, you know, you know, flexing your GPU. But that's not the case. I mean, you know, you, you overclock the GPU, you lose your CPU. You overclock your CPU, you lose your GPU. So yeah. I just – there's no winning here. I just don't understand. And uh, I, I truly do feel Insomniac games are – are like literal wizards. I mean, uh, they are fantastic developers, and I, I do believe that they're not getting every ounce of juice out of the system. That doesn't happen for years from now, right? But their first efforts, just watch that Digital Foundry video, it's just disappointing, you know? Yeah. So maybe that's what they're hiding, but it is what it is. They, they, they can't cancel everything and just redo it. That would end their, <laughs> their gaming division, right? So this is... This is it is what it is. So I mean, I, it's it's a mess, dude. And uh, I, I wish it wasn't such a mess because sooner or later they are going to have games that are not on uh, Xbox or not on PC. It's going to happen, and I'm going to want one. And I just wish it was better. So yeah, no no doubt about that. You know, let's let's bring in the middle aged gamer guy here because uh, I know that you you were. <laughs> You were heavily opinionated in the DM. Before I do, though, let me first of all thank Kay Asante for becoming a channel member. Hey, dude, thank you for your ultimate uh, support, uh, obviously becoming a channel member, supporting Double Barrel Gaming. But you, of course, are so generous already, so thank you for that. And we also have Mariano Pampa drops a very generous $10 super chat. It's so dope. He doesn't even say anything. He's just He just drops 10 bucks. Thank you for being here, Mariano. Definitely appreciate that. Mag, listen. You've heard the way I, 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 I presented the evidence to the jury, mm-hmm. and you're a part of this jury. And right now, it's not looking good. Sony's getting 25 to life for sure based on the documentation I have provided versus what Xbox has done. But on top of that, I need you to tackle this. And, of mm-hmm. course, you like to speak just like me, so take it away. <laughs> what were your thoughts on yesterday's debacle known as the YouTube event from Japan? First of all, they're not getting 25 to life. They're getting the chair, okay? <laughs> They're getting the chair. Old Sparky's calling, Sony, okay? Anyways, all, all kidding aside. Uh, before I even get started in all this, and uh, I don't want to rile anybody up, okay? It's all for fun and games, but let me tell you something. 
And that's my mantra. Love PlayStation, hate Sony. Okay? Yeah. So let's mm-hmm. get that straight. But anyways, I, I got this feeling that one of these days, Tom Cruise is going to show up as Agent Hunt from Mission Impossible, and he's going to pull off Jim Ryan's mask, and it's going to reveal Don <laughs> Matrick. <laughs> okay? All of a sudden, he's going to be like, ah, oh, it wasn't for you meddling kids. You know, anyway, that's what I, it's, anyways, besides all that. By the way, oh, only, only old people us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Only the old yeah. folks in the room understand that that's from Scooby-Doo from the 60s, right? We're, we're, we're old. We're old. Yeah, oh, yeah. And by the way, another little side note, by the way, the microphone on the controller. Does that mean they're going to be listening to us and spying on us? Everybody remember that? 2013 wasn't that long ago, kids. Okay? Yeah. Wasn't that long ago. Anyways, I don't know what the hell that even was. But I'm not going to lie. And this is going to sound a little ridiculous, but that Astrobot game, it actually looked kind of fun. I want to play well, it's it. It's a platformer. Yeah. I, oh, I man. It, it, looks... it comes preloaded. I'm going to play that. I'm going to play that day one as soon as I get it. Now, here's the other thing, though. If people thought that that Xbox 2013 was a bad start, and by the way, they had a ton of amazing games to launch with that system, this PS5 gen reveal has been nothing short of a tragedy to me, to me, and to a lot of other people out there, okay? I mean, I would imagine anyway. But I mean... I know I was really looking forward to this PS5 launch. I'm not looking forward to this. I mean, that event was so bad. They should build a monument with a reflective pool so that people at tourists can go, go take pictures next to it. That was <laughs> awful. Okay. Now listen to the facts for a second. Boom. You've already pointed out these facts just a few minutes ago. Okay. The majority of the PlayStation uh, supporters, where are they? They're not Japan. Okay. I know the consoles made there. Right. Okay. I know it's a Japanese company, but it's the United States. It's Canada, it's the UK, it's Europe, it's Australia. It's those places that it's the most popular. How tone deaf could you be? These leaders are so tone deaf. This ain't the same Sony, kids. I'm sorry to break Mm -hmm. it to you. It's not the same Sony. Okay? Now, could that reveal have been any more controlled, by the way? Give me a wide shot. (laughs) Show me what's going on, for crying out loud. Instead of zoomed in, let me see what's really going on there. I swear... Jim Ryan w- was was standing behind that camera with a few armed goons, okay, <laughs> staring that guy down. This is the question I got to ask everybody. What are you afraid of, Sony? Yeah. I'm calling you out. What are you afraid of? So when I sat down to watch this reveal, I expected some nice, detailed breakdowns of the tech. Show me every detail. Show me performance. Show me stats. You know, kind of like what Xbox is doing. Like, come on, guys. You know, give it to YouTubers and influencers in your target market, not that, what, yeah. whatever that was. Okay. It still feels like Sony is hiding in their treehouse right now. Okay. Mom's outside downstairs. Sony, <laughs> come in. It's dinner time, sweetie. <laughs> He's up this. in the treehouse going, I'm not coming down, mom. I'm not coming down. So, what does this do? This begs me the question What are you hiding, Sony? Maybe they're hiding nothing, okay? Maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe it's just a conspiracy theory. But you know what it does do? It gives me the perception. It's the perception they're conveying that they're hiding something or that something is wrong or something is just just slightly amiss, okay? Because everybody's kind of looking at Sony a little side-eyed right now. No one's looking at them straight on going, yay, show me more. They're all looking at them a little side-eyed with a little smirk on their face going, I don't know about those guys. Because yeah. there's something up going on over there. So it feels like they're hiding something, especially considering, by the way, how transparent Xbox is being. So after everything Xbox is doing right now, I sat down excited and intrigued. And what did I get? You know, what did I get? Boom, you called it earlier. 
I got Austin Powers. They're going, blowing the controller, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Come oh fall out of my and, chair. <laughs> and cackling like a hyena. What the hell was that? That was horrible, yeah. man. What was that? I, like, I, I, okay, I understand. Now, I, know, I know we already covered this. Okay, I understand that there's clearly a cultural divide in what the Japanese market considers entertainment. But once again, Sony <laughs> has missed the mark. Yeah. If you aren't going to target your prime audience, then this is another thing that I have a problem with. Then don't try to sell us into watching it. You know, you remember, guys, it wasn't that long ago. What was it? Seven months ago, eight months ago? You remember when Mark Cerny had that developers only quotes, developers yeah. only conference, mm -hmm. but they turned it into a puff piece and they advertised it and people tuned in. I was one of them. And then all of a sudden, after one hour, I was like, what in the Sam hell was that? That was and they're like, oh, no, no, it was, it was for the developers. I'm like, well, then why did you advertise it that way? You did the same thing here. Okay, and so this felt the same way to me anyway, and clearly to many others, because I'm not the only one who's saying this, okay? So I know Sony speaks loudly, that, you know, enough of all the jokes, okay? I know that Sony speaks loudly with their outstanding first-party titles. There's no question of that, and I'm one of their top fans. Okay, my game of the my game of the year, hands down, is Ghost of Tsushima. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent game of the year. If that doesn't win game of the year, I'll never watch Jeff Keighley again. But I'll <laughs> tell you something else. But those first party games, they won't be looked at properly this gen. If two things to me, people can't get their hands on this console. That's number one. I mean, right. let's get serious. Which begs right. many other questions as to why we can't get our hands on those consoles. And I have many theories, but I'll save that for another show. But the number two is that you don't get your stuff together and you stop being so tone deaf to your potential customers. And this is the root of the problem. Is what This is what's been going on since about February or March, and it clearly hasn't changed, and it clearly hasn't gotten any better, leaving us once again with less than 40 days to the launch of this console, and I still don't know what's going on or why I'm dropping my money. That's all I had to say. No, I mean, you, you bring up a tremendous amount of points. I mean, I mean, we don't know. And again, if you look at the list that I, re I read coming into this particular podcast, this is all post, uh, you know, uh, again, September 16th when they had their show. We yeah. still we, they've been very coy about backwards compatibility. Right. We don't know if this is going to have an official smart delivery type system. We don't know if the. Um, you know, we, we have no official data or data, I should say, regarding the SSD, right? Mm -hmm. we, 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 we saw the, the leaked shots of 664 right. available, but we have no idea if that's confirmed or not. Um, we don't know if there's going to be a VRS in this, in, in, in the, you know, a VRS type system in, in the PlayStation 5. There is so much we don't know. But again, I think the dagger in the heart uh, for Sony, on top of every all the bad news I have presented everyone on and, and Sunday's event, is that they have just been basically drop kicked by Digital Foundry with a thirty percent power delta difference, and that is staggering when you talk about both consoles being five hundred dollars. Uh, Cybernox, I, I want to go to you next on this. You know, obviously, you saw the notes. I sent them to you early enough for you to read them. With what I have detailed here, it seems like Sony is bumbling and stumbling into the next generation, and yesterday's event did not help their cause, and now the Digital Foundry uh, reveal is even worse news for Sony. What are your thoughts of all of this bad news? Does this sound like 
Xbox 2013 rolls reversed. Um, it uh 100% baffles me the 180 that this company has done from one generation to the other. Um, it, it clearly indicates to me that Sony were not ready to release the PS5 this year. They were they just weren't. They've been caught off guard by Microsoft when they first revealed it last year at the Game Awards, and ever since then. They for, for the first time, they've been kind of playing catch-up. Microsoft handed them a golden ticket last gen by giving them like a perfect storm of doing of Microsoft doing everything wrong and Sony just being the marketing geniuses that they were at that time, just reacting perfectly and giving their fan base and giving everyone in the gaming industry exactly what they wanted, exactly what they wanted to hear, and exactly what everyone expected. Now, I'm in the same boat here. Like this reveal, this was the first time that we were going to take a look at the PS5 hardware. Up until that point, up until those uh, Japanese YouTubers got their hands on, which we've all said it here it was extremely controlled like how many takes how how many things that those guys probably wanted to do or show and you had some sony pr in the back just saying nope cut it do it again or do it this way we don't know anything kind of like i said it was extremely controlled extremely controlled and uh ethan huh might 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 as well pull that mask off jim uh, jim ryan okay um <laughs> Honestly, it's 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 kind of insane to me. I, I've you know I, we all know here, or most of us here are primarily either Xbox guy or PC guy. But I have a PlayStation too. I have a Switch, right? And I've always um, gave uh, Sony the props. Their first party games are amazing. You know, you had God of War last gen. You had you know for some people you had uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider Man. Like their first party have knocked it out of the park, and they've just kept you know going all they they had the market share and i think they're taking taking that a little bit for granted this time around they're just expecting people to you know uh just go with their con their next console as a ps5 because of uh of how well the, the ps4 did they're literally asking all their fans this is the first time i've seen someone try to sell you a product and literally tell you nothing about it, 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 it like here's Give me five hundred dollars for you to sell for you to buy my PS5, and I'm gonna tell you as little as I can about my product. But I'm asking you to just go ahead and give me your money. Like it doesn't make sense. And then, like everybody has mentioned, you know, like we're still not sure if that was uh, that PS5 was actually running. Like there's so many questions. There's a lot they of still, questions, dude. Sure. There's too many questions, and we're we're about a month away. For, from these consoles, from having some of these consoles in our hands, it doesn't make sense. I thought, um, for this is the, this is going to be one of this is going to be the second event, kind of like I said when Mark Cerny did his first one for his uh for GDC when he did that showcasing. This is going to be the second event that Sony does that did not go off well. This is going to yeah. be the second one, and, and this is like unheard of for Sony. I've always praised them on the quality of their marketing and everything they've done. They've knocked that. Even their last commercial, I didn't think was that good. Like the one that uh, oh, with the, the guys boats. with the boats. Like, yeah. come on, what are we doing? Um, but anyway, that's it, that's for another uh, topic. But yeah, man. In regards to to the showcase, uh, 
cringy to me. I understand kind of like the cultural differences, the levity that they try to go for over there in Japan. I highly respect that. But um, they they knew the eyes were that were going to be on this event. The 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 PS Five needed to deliver. And as as a if you're a PS PS Five only fan or thing like that, you have to be real here. You have to ask more of Sony for them to show you a little bit more. Now. You know, I'm not trying to be hypocritical here because Xbox still hasn't shown us anything like next gen running on the on the Series X. So hopefully they'll deliver that too. But yeah, man, for first like first impressions, and I, I and we've mentioned here on the show in a couple of times too. First impressions are everything, and for some, this is not you know this is not a good first impression for Sony. Boom! No, that I, reminded me that that commercial that event on Sunday reminded me. You guys remember that that PS3 commercial with the baby? It was that cringy. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, man. Yep, I do yeah. now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that actually was pretty awful. You know, real quick, before we get gaming forte, let me just catch up on some of these super chats that have come in. First of all, Jay Serg 12 drops a very generous $2 super chat. Hey, Jay, thanks so much for hanging out. He says they weren't even allowed to touch the PlayStation 5. Yeah, and that's a whole oh, lot. Yeah. yeah, they weren't allowed to touch it. It, it was it was crazy, man. It, it's like... It, what kind of NDA that are these guys under now? Like it must be insane. insane. Oh, there, 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 there's an, there, 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 listen. I tell you right now, I can guarantee you that the NDA paperwork they had to sign was stout. To be fair, the guys that are getting the Xbox, uh, the Series X here too, or everywhere in the world, they're also under a certain NDA. Oh, yeah, but yeah, those are, those are for some kind of feature. Like, don't show this yet, guys. We want to show this afterwards. But they're still giving them the freedom to like showcase this. Like, they're everybody's every every video that I've seen, everyone is talking about this one feature, the quick resume right now. But they grab they grab the the uh, the console, they move it around, they show you, they tell you what their experiences they kind of had. You yeah. know, they give you like so many different uh, variables to this one thing. And here on Sony's end, like we literally got nothing. It was just like, wh- what? Didn't make yeah. sense to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, real quick, uh, uh, Psychonauts 8, uh, good friend of the show, drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says the PlayStation 5 is pretty much a PlayStation 4 Pro Plus. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough, man. That's, that's actually quite funny. Um, the uh, Bounty Boom shows his generosity once again. My goodness, dude, thank you. He, after dropping a $5, uh, $5 super chat, he says 25 to life. That was funny. And I said that before Microsoft wasn't ready with the games. Sony's not ready with the console great show and i have to go well listen have a great night bounty boom once again thank you for supporting double barrel gaming we certainly appreciate it and we have Kayasante, another generous friend of the show drops another outstanding five dollars which says as mag said there isn't this isn't the same sony all of the exec- executives are gone. Even Shuhei Yoshida is nowhere to be found. It's Jim Matrix Ryan to show now. <laughs> you know, I, I got to say that to King, and I'm going to give you credit because that is quite funny that it, that it could be Don Matrix underneath Jim Ryan. I'm going to get funny. graphic card to do a little video. Stolen identity, man. Stolen identity. Oh, who? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> This is how you do. This is how you sync a console. <laughs> oh, one thing too. Uh, boom! I think uh, I think Wolf mentioned that earlier. They also uh, switched the the X and the O. Uh, yes. I know it was different. That's the layout, that's, dude. That's, that was a big deal, man. Oh, I thought on, I was just know. like, wow. Yeah, you know, it's something, something with the Japanese culture with that too. 
I did not have that in the notes, and and shout out to for John Wolf for for bringing that up. That is that is making world news, folks. They are pissed. It's that, something that so can... small, boom. It's something so small, but it just shows you the the. What are you guys thinking? Like this the, is something well, that is tradition. Yes. yes. And if there's one thing about the Japanese uh, culture that I absolutely, both Mrs. Boomstick and I absolutely love and adore, um, is their tradition one thing about japan is that they're traditional in every way yep. even though it, it even even though sometimes it may not make sense they stay strong in Ooh. tradition this over here you're gonna hear about this well uh, <laughs> i mean people like here in the states we're used to hitting x right that's right. our button for the playstation but that's not for Japan. It was always oh, and they changed it, and it's it it's it did not sit well with the Japanese gamers, and I think it's going to hurt Sony. I think they're going to have to somehow figure that out to go back to the old way. But you know what? Listen, Forte, look, you you like all of us on this panel, we're gamers. We have almost mm-hmm. seven hundred folks here in the chat. I got a, I got a good suspicion. Nice. All right, that there is gamers here now granted there may be some people that play on switch may people some play on playstation some people play on xbox and they're exclusive that's fine but we are talking about a console that is going to be in your store in 39 days for sale and mm-hmm. like everyone has pointed out there is loads of information we don't know and when you look at the stack list that i put together prior to starting this conversation about what sony has done in regards to quote-unquote dropping the ball since september 16th it is an incredible list and this is this is so unlike sony now you've heard you guys are going to laugh i've said this publicly i consider sony's marketing the 24 inch hulk hogan python of 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 marketing because they they just have dominated with their marketing they this is how they won a generation with this is how you share games and they have been relentless ever since even some people would even say they've been roddy roddy piper relentless while throwing salt in your eyes and then beating you down with a coconut like he did to jimmy snooker way back in the day see you folks don't understand because i'm old and that, that, that those are my childhood heroes and villains. Hey, I got okay. it. Yeah, there you go. So there you <laughs> go. Um, but man, I mean, you, you take the list that I presented, you take the uh, the new game coming out, mm-hmm. uh, Godfall, not being able to play offline unless you have PlayStation Plus. Very, very strange. You mm-hmm. take the debacle that was yesterday's event, and now. You add even more salt to the wound with the Digital Foundry 30% delta in power. It is, pardon my French folks, a shit sandwich for Sony. And that's a lot of S's. What what, what, what are your thoughts on this? Ooh, man. You guys all you guys all said some really good things. And actually, I have a video that's coming out about this very soon. But mm. so so. All right, so I try to keep a lot of this stuff positive just because, you know, we're gamers and who really cares about most of this stuff. But for the purpose of this podcast and the fact that we almost (laughs) got 700 people in here with only 291 likes, can we please get those likes above 300 before the show ends? Just want to let you guys know that. That Listen, I'll start singing again if I have to. I'll start singing again. Right, please, please. So, so let's, all right, so first, let's talk about the situation with 
<laughs> the button change. I'm actually happy they did that. You know why? Because that means they're listening to their more valuable customers. Because I'm guess what? There's that. a reason the PlayStation is coming out in America first. Because we are the consumers that buy and prop that system up. And we're the ones that actually make that system as, as valuable as it is. Yes, it sells a lot in other countries. But guess yes. what? They want to fight Microsoft where Microsoft is strongest at. Right here, and that's why they're and that's mm. here in America. So guess what? The fact that they're changing that button prop so I don't accidentally back out of a game by accident because trust me, it happens all the time. Because if you play on Xbox, you're used to a certain control scheme. Yeah, the fact that they're oh, bro, changing that so that times. that makes me happy. Now, does it suck for people over in Japan and over in Asia and all these other places? Absolutely, it sucks for you. But guess what? You should have supported the console more and bought it more over there. And you shouldn't let a handheld outsell you when when PlayStation is is homegrown there. So you really can't get mad at them for going with the common denominator because they've been doing that the entire generation when it comes not the entire generation, but the entire time when the PlayStation Five comes out, they announced the controller. That controller looks as big as an Xbox controller at this point. The yeah. only thing they didn't change is the thumbsticks are still in line. That's the only thing they kept pretty much from the original xbox so let's move on from that but yeah i'm happy that they did that so I'm, i don't have to worry about backing out of games by accident no more so <laughs> so let's get to this freaking event the fact that the fact that you got people blowing into the controller like it's powering the system <laughs> is like the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen in my life like that was my first thought of seeing this like wow this is interesting. This dude is literally blowing in the controller and showing something in the game that, like, what? And then I'm looking at the system. I was like, wow, the system is actually there. I actually physically see something that I thought was a unicorn. Why Why is it? Why am I only seeing this now? And then you got in this giant room where you're trying to mask the size of the thing. I really, truly don't care how big the thing is. We know it's going to be huge. It's, it's, we got the dimensions of the system for crying out loud. So what are you trying to hide in that regard? But ultimately... Let's get to all the other stuff. So no backwards compatibility between PS1, PS2, PS3. I could care less, but guess what? Your competitor is bringing that. So you're kind of putting yourself behind the eight ball. And a lot of the things that a lot of people have a problem with, I truly don't have a real problem with. The only problem that's going to happen is if enough people garner those type of features and they want that stuff to be in their next generation system, and you don't have it, you're basically telling people, go somewhere else. That's basically all this is basically turning out to. Yeah. You know, the, the fact that you're still not talking about how your PS4 backwards compatibility is working, the fact that you're saying, oh, we got 100 games that's going to be um, day one launch, or and then 4,000 games over the course of the generations, we still don't know what these games are. I mean, you know, the 1% of games could be the one game you want to boot up on your PlayStation 5 and it will never play because we yeah. don't know. Yeah. And, and, and the people always say, well, that's because Microsoft has been so transparent. Absolutely. Microsoft has been comparing, uh, preparing us for the last year when it comes to all of this stuff that's happening. You know, when it comes to knowing that our elite controller that we bought that cost $180 was going to work on our system a year ago. They let us know that stuff. They came out with a blog post and said everything that's going to work with your new Xbox pretty much. And even if it's, um, even if it's third party, all they're going to have to do is 
do an update. So guess what? Microsoft does what they always do. They excuse themselves from the situation when it comes from third party. It says if it doesn't work, it's not because we said it couldn't work. It's because they didn't want it to work and they wanted right. to charge you something to make it, you know, work on their system or they want to char- char- um, sell you another product. So once again, Microsoft does what they always do. They pass the blame on to somebody else. And that's what they should do, because if it's not their problem, why are we going to get mad at them? PlayStation hasn't given us none of that information, none of it whatsoever. And we're literally 39 games from this system being um, released. I don't get mad at them for the whole pre-order thing. I get mad at Walmart for that because Walmart jumped the gun and all the retailers jumped the gun at that. So that I really don't get mad at. But I am mad for the simple fact that you're supposed to have 17 million systems out here that's going to release between now and March of next year. And it's like we're on the second wave of these systems coming out and most stores, I mean, I don't know what the online retail looks like, but most of these stores only have like 50 pre-orders at most compared to PS. And you saying you have more systems this generation than you had at the launch of PS4. But I remember vividly having over a hundred systems pre-ordered at my store when PS4 came out. I'm not even close to that number. So what's really going on in that regard too? And that kind of falls on Xbox too, because Xbox, and I'm a little pissed at Xbox because I still don't have my series X pre-order because I was Mm. being a nice person and letting somebody in line get that pre-order thinking that Microsoft's going to give us another run of pre-orders and I'll get it then. But guess what? It's starting to look real dark right now when it comes oh. to that. So so let's be so I'm a little pissed at them a little bit too, but that's for another day. But moving on from that, video. You know, it, will, it will be a video. That's going to be part of the video. So moving on from that, save files not working. You got third-party games saying that they can't transfer games. You got first-party saying that, oh, this game's tra- sales, um, their stuff will transfer, but the uh, PS4 version won't transfer. Then you got another studio saying, oh, certain things like Dirt 5 saying, oh, the playground stuff will transfer, but your, your um none of your other stuff, your currency, none of that stuff will transfer. And I'm like what's really going on here with this system exhausting isn't it (laughs) It, it's like it's like you're literally spinning in a wheel it's it's pretty much like the guy that was literally blowing in the controller i felt like i was (laughs) on that little spinning wheel that was on the screen and sony is just taking me for a ride and you know what the and the funny thing about this is and it's unfortunate because we are all passionate about the things that we're that we're talking about yeah this absolutely isn't going to matter you know why because they sold out of all their pre-orders yep they're the system's going to sell no matter what that's why you see the japan market um getting the chance to demo the system you're seeing that because that's where they're weakest at they already know they have america on lock they said we're going to sell out there no matter what we're going to compete with microsoft because guess what they look at us like oh they're just going to buy the system because it says playstation 5 on it and guess what people literally ran out to the store without even seeing a physical box a physical literal box in front of them all they saw was renders of a screen and they still ran out and got it. Now, X, now you're going to probably say Xbox never showed us a next generation game running on the system and you're buying that. I'm going to tell you like, well, at least I know the thing is going to play games. I know it's going to run a game. It's going mm-hmm. the games are going to play on the system, but I still haven't seen this physical box. So they already know that we're already got when it comes to that. So they're saying, how do we boost 
our presence in other areas. Oh, let's show it to the Japanese market. You know, we're going to celebrate. We're not even going to televise. We're just going to put articles out. And the fact that we're so hungry for news and information on a system that literally releases it just over everyone month, went looking for those videos. Everybody dude. went looking for it. If, if they can find out anything that I don't care if it's in chimpanzees language, they're going <laughs> to look for it. And they're, I don't look. And first of all, anybody that says text on thumbnails don't work. If you look at those freaking thumbnails from all of those videos, I swear it's I feel like Godzilla just took a dump on the top of them with all the text he put on them. Because it's like it literally takes up the whole screen. So that's another YouTube <laughs> rant right there. But look, I'm frustrated because I just want this generation to end and I want to know what we're getting into. I already know it's going to be a lower hard drive size than 865 because the operating system has to take up something. But guess what happens when people don't know the actual information, they theorize. And once they start theorizing, they start making other people mad because it's like, oh no, Sony's not going to do that because that's where the whole fanboy stuff starts. So as I rub my brow because my head is starting to hurt at this moment because all of this <laughs> makes absolutely no sense to what they're doing. Microsoft is doing everything right right now. They're giving people a reason to buy their system, even if you don't think the first-party games are going to be there because they're not. There's not going to be anything first-party for us to chew into within the first probably year, couple, because guess what? I don't think Halo's coming out anytime soon. Nah. And it shouldn't until the game is ready. But the promise of buying Bethesda, the promise of all of the seven first-party studios they bought back in 2017, and knowing that those games are coming, and knowing that Game Pass is a beacon that's going to allow you to not only get games for a hell, of a, a hell of a lot cheaper, but try things that you never got a chance to play before inside of that service. And that's what our, that's what's going to make people excited. And once people get to the realization that they're paying $70. And I think it's going to be the same thing on Xbox too. But the only difference is Xbox has a way for you to get the games for a lot cheaper without yeah. even paying for them. But there, it's going to be a realization when, X, when PlayStation players are like, why am I paying $70 for the same game that I could get into a service on the other side? And then that's when that light bulb goes off and they say, hey, maybe I'm better off just buying all of my games that are third-party related over on the Xbox platform, a la like it was during the seventh gen generation, and just buy first party PlayStation games over on PlayStation. Everybody wins in that regard. I think that's where we're literally heading with this. But PlayStation better be very careful with the way that they step going forward because the more and more you let people think on their own about what your system can and can't do. If Xbox was to come out tomorrow and say pre-orders are live tomorrow, there will be a slew of people that have PlayStation's pre-order probably and say, you know what? I'm about to go get an Xbox because I know more about that system than the system I got pre-ordered already. So that's all I got to say on it. There's a lot more I could say on it, but we will literally be here another 20 minutes and I'm just going to save that stuff for another video. But that's how I feel about this whole dumb situation that Sony puts us in when it comes to thinking about this next generation PlayStation. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Look, folks, this has been a fantastic show. And obviously, we, we don't harp on the negativity. Uh, that's not what the show does. Everyone on this panel, including our guest, is a power professional. Uh, but we also have to be truthful. And uh, if I recall correctly, a lot of the same questions 
were opposed to to Microsoft when they were when they were making boob like moves, and we and we 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 jeered them, uh, and now we're cheering them. And right now, again, it's it's roles reversal. Sony seems to be uh, definitely limping into the next generation. Like I said earlier, uh, I one would some people could even suggest crawling. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of mismarketing, mismessaging. Uh, and confusion going on. Uh, I don't know who's to blame. I mean, is that Jim Ryan? Is that uh, is that uh, uh, Herman Holtz? I, I honestly couldn't tell you, but all I can tell you right now is the bad news continues. Uh, as a matter of fact, like I said, I just found out at live on the show that the Digital Foundry and Dealer Video is uh, basically confirming a 30% delta in power, and that's a yeah. big deal. 30% is a big deal in any market whether you meet whether you're in the stock market whether you're in your pay because just imagine this for a second you and the guy standing next to you right you get your paycheck and it's 30 percent less than the guy standing next to you but somehow or another you hold the same position you would be pissed that is the simple way i can break down sony sony's playstation 5 versus the series x and it appears yeah. No, I was saying, but you know what? And I'm gonna add something to what you just said. You would be pissed, but it's exaster it's it's evacuated by the fact that they're not saying anything about it. Mm. It's like if they would have came out like and, and I truly believe this people because power does not matter. People will turn down their graphical settings to get better resolution, not, not better, rep, but better frame rate and better yeah. performance. That does not matter. But the biggest thing is when you leave people to their own devices of thinking what a system can and can't do, the message gets louder than it needs to be. If you just come out and say, this is what our system is doing. And don't, you don't even have to mention the Xbox. You just say, this is our power structure. This is what we're going to be doing in our games. This is what you can you can expect to achieve in our games. And then let the, let the internet just have wild with it. Because guess what? You put the information out there. Let it do what it wants to do. But now you're making it a bigger story because you're not talking about it. And people want to know, why aren't you talking about it? Because it seems like you're hiding something. Now you're just building a narrative that you didn't even have to build. Yeah, no, and absolutely. Forte, and Forte, Microsoft has this, this marketing strategy has been harkened back to the 90s. Xbox yes. does what PlayStation don't. Simple yeah, as exactly. That. 100%. That's a great, show, great. Show uh, me what you got. Yeah, no, yep, absolutely. This, this, this is this is Genesis versus Nintendo all over again, and unfortunately, um, look, it, 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 we have thirty nine days for the PlayStation and thirty seven days to the Series X and S. It is supposed to be an exciting time, and it's still exciting. But it's also you have one uh, one camp giving us all the answers, and we are looking towards Mondays every Monday for some new information because they've been so forth so forthcoming and so transparent. And unfortunately, you look forward to an event like Sony had yesterday, and you are riddled with disappointment. And I think that more disappointment is coming, and Sony needs to do something ASAP. But real quick, before we get on to the outros, two more Super Chats came in. And once again, Keasante, my goodness, dude, your generosity is unbelievable and unmatched. He drops an additional $10 Super Chat and says, save files not working isn't surprising to me at all. 
Microsoft is all about infrastructure. They built Xbox and backwards compatibility on Azure since 360. That's why saves work. Sony didn't care. Sony left it up to the devs. That's a fantastic point. We also have J uh, Dub is a shill. Drops a five dollar super chat and says, <laughs> um, "So if the PlayStation is locked uh, at four, 1440p, 60 FPS." With four with four K thirty, does this mean that the PlayStation Pro Plus is really closer to the Series S? Yeah, I you know what I I don't know. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, it's it, listen the, the what you're get, what you're getting in the S is leaps and bounds incredible for the three hundred dollar price point. And I think that it's because of that in Xbox Game Pass. And I've said this before, and I got and I got booed for this. I got I got I got called names. You should see some of the messages in the chat. I am telling you right now, live on the air, this generation, PlayStation is not going to be the um the leader in console sales. It's going to be Microsoft because of the Series S, not the X. The hardcore like us want the power. The regular Joes, the 85 plus million that that uh, propelled Sony's PS4 to 112 plus now are going to be the same folks potentially buying a Series S because of the uh, the value proposition. That Game Pass and S and $300 price point is going to be monster. And when you factor in the Xbox All Access program at $25 a month with no APR, folks, you are looking at the turning of the tide. The, the champ is going down, and I, I believe Sony, I'm not saying they're dead. I'm not saying they're in trouble. I'm saying that they are not the same Sony, so expect some not the same Sony results, and I, can, I think it's safe to say you are seeing that. The Living Flame drops an outstanding, very generous $2 Super Gen says Xbox does, but PlayStation don't, be honest, LOL. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt about that, but let's get to the outros, and we'll start with our very special guest, John. I hope you enjoyed yourself. You held, you handled yourself like a true champion and podcasting professional. Thanks so much for being here, brother. You will definitely be getting an, another invite to this program, potentially, maybe even one of the other programs, if we can get our schedules on par. Do me a favor, brother. Tell everyone where they can follow you on social media yeah absolutely boom uh, you guys can follow me on instagram look up john wolf just like it's spelled uh below and uh boom thank you so much for having me and for the opportunity to come on your your show and discuss the you know the different topics with the panel here all of you guys are great at what you do um thank you so much it's been a pleasure and this was this was the highlight of of 2020 so far well, listen, dude, I'm glad I could uh, obviously extend the hand. It's something that uh, as a content creator, I feel more need to do. Um, it's something that I strive to do. It's what I built this channel on, uh, on the on the uh, community at the ground floor being the most important thing to me personally and getting new talent to come on. If, and, and I've said this on numerous shows and I'll say it again. If you are someone like John who has uh, wanted to be on a podcast and you no one's has given you the invite, no one knocked on your door. Well, guess what? I'm effing knocking. Uh, reach out to me. Uh, all you need is a microphone, uh, a headset uh, with a working microphone and potentially a half decent computer. And you too can potentially guest on one of my podcasts. Again, it's all about community for me and hopefully it is the same for you, but let's continue with the outros. Next up, Tempest Sun, my friend, thank you so much for being here and giving us your honest opinion about everything when it comes to gaming. Do me a favor, brother, tell everyone 
where they can find you on social media and <laughs> potentially get shot in the face by you by oh. playing online. Uh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You, you are talking to me, right? Yes, sir. I certainly okay. was. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my, my, my kid and my wife were talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, at the Tempest Sun on Twitter and um, on uh, my gamer tag is Tempest Sun. I'll, I'll try to keep it short and sweet. Uh, I'm uh, going to be on Gaming Beyond the Box uh, nice. on Wednesday. That's a big one. Yeah, super excited. Uh, Wilmy was nice enough to ask me, and uh, I'm very excited for it. Uh, also, um, if you have a. I hate mentioning the phones, but iOS or Android, but especially if you have a PC, you can you can get it on uh, PS4 as well. Just careful. You're locked to it if you start it there. Can't move your characters anywhere. Please, if you like That's open world games, yes, get Genshin Impact. It is a blast. Uh, it is going to hold me over. I think the, the next big update for it comes out soon, even though the game just launched. It is one of the prettiest game worlds. I was talking to my wife. I, I think it's easy in my top three prettiest like game worlds I've, I've ever seen. I haven't even explored it all yet. It, it is an absolute wonder of a game, and you can quite literally play it for nothing. Uh, it's 100% free to play if you want it to be. Uh, so check out Genshin Impact, please. I know there's a lot of people probably in the chat that have played it some that, that are enjoying it, but it is a wonderful game out of nowhere took me totally by surprise so please give it a shot let me know what you think about it yeah absolutely thank you so much for that um so let's continue of course with the outro cybernox brother let's get you on out of here i know you came to the show just a tad bit late but you know what you didn't miss anything thanks so much for being here as always do me a favor brother tell everyone about your outstanding youtube channel and also where could people follow you on social media I appreciate that. Boom. Sorry, I was late again, guys, but I got the singing in, so that was that was great. I, yeah, listen, I we got a, we got half a song in, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Cybernox everywhere, guys. You guys know the drill. Uh, Twitter, that's where I'm mostly uh, more active. If you want to hit me up on an Xbox Live, that's where I primarily game. Also, Cybernox, Wolfman, it was a pleasure podcasting you uh, for the first time. Um, sorry I was late again. Hopefully, we can do uh, many more podcasts in the future. And yeah, guys, can't wait till next Monday. And next week, we'll be that much closer to the next-gen consoles. Can't wait. Yeah, one week closer, and obviously the excitement is certainly brewing for sure. Next up, the mag known as the middle-aged gamer guy. Thanks so much for being here. Of course, thank you for your honest and thought-provoking <laughs> opinion. And, of course, the levity and comedy that comes with having mag on your panel. Tell everyone where they can follow you on social media, dude, and what other shows are you a cur currently a part of? Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Middle Age Game Guy. That's with a G Y at the end. On the Xbox side of things, you could find me at all capitals one word Dead Meat One. That is D E D M E A T One. Add me, I'll add you. On the PlayStation side, you can find me all one word, all capitals, because I don't know how to be quiet. I <laughs> am the Mag with two G's, <laughs> and you can catch me here every Monday night at eight p.m. on Primetime Gaming with Mister Boomstick XL and friends, and of course every Tuesday night. At 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with none other than Noof Nukem and D Titan Drago on Gaming After Dark. And it is always a wild time. So thank you very much, John Wolf, for being here. Thank you, panel. Thank you, chat. Thank you, boom. Everybody have a wonderful week, and we'll see you guys all next Monday. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks, Can brother. You say it was your destiny. Oh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> Cyber.
Interesting. <laughs> you you've got this poor man addicted to, to it. There. I have to get it one once yeah. once in a while to get it. <laughs> And, and last and, and, and no way least, obviously, uh, Forte, when I talk about your brother, it's from the heart. And I think that what you have done on uh, for 2020 on your channel has been nothing short of stupendous. Uh, you have exploded on the scene. Uh, you you and, of course, Slow Mo Backslap, another good friend of mine who I consider to be a brother just like you, have been just unbelievably murdering when it comes to you know new content on your channels more specifically your channel has exploded in not only subs but content quality tell everyone well they can follow you on social media but more importantly subscribe to this unbelievable youtube channel well man like like i always say you you do a great job and propping us up and we always appreciate it because um there's not too many. There's not too many other content creators that you can literally say look out for pretty much everybody that they're involved in, especially how close our relationship is with each other. So I really, mm -hmm. really, truly appreciate everything you do for me, uh, Wolf. Amazing first time being on the show with you, man. Um, did a really, really great job. Keep, keep doing that. Tempest, go snipe somebody. Cybernauts, <laughs> Cybernauts, go play. Uh, uh, go play another um, game that you love. And middle age, keep on yelling <laughs> as much as you can because uh, you guys, you guys all bring so much energy to the show each week. It's always a pleasure to be here with you guys. But outside of that. Gaming Forte everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live. Uh, check me out over there. DPS Podcast will be live on my channel tomorrow at 9 p.m. with me and Slow Mo Backslap, where we're going to basically get into this all over again. And for some reason, I think he's going to like be against me on some of this stuff, which is kind of ironic, but it is what it is. Um, sub to his channel, too. If you like games like Genshin Impact, he did a video on it um, yes, actually today going over his thoughts and going over the developer and everything like that he's one of those people that you want to definitely go to if you want to know what those crown jewels of those smaller double a and single a games are um and he does a really good job covering and bringing that stuff to light so that's my co-host check out his channel at slumberbackslap.com um we're also on brap every wednesday 9 p.m with enrique um b money eric jackson slow-mo and myself and the Ashen Luca, the person that I will always shout out on these podcasts, even when I'm not on Scumcast, she's always there to help me grow and, you know, become an even better YouTuber and a better uh, content creator. And she makes her own videos now. So check her show out, too, man, because these are all people that help me get to where I am. And I just want to always pay it forward for everybody that I get a chance to be around. But other than that, you guys have a great week and we will see you at Primetime Gaming next week. Yeah, and who doesn't love the lovely Luca? I mean, honestly, she's brutally honest. She will tear you down. And, of course, her thing is Dark Souls and, and Destiny as well. So, I mean, obviously, who doesn't I like I think uh, it's just those two games at this point. It, it really is. But, of course, uh, I don't think she's in the checks. I didn't see her because I would have shot her out. But if you're listening, Luca, we love you. And, of course, we want to continue to push content. I mean, uh, subscribers to your outstanding channel. And last but not least, we have another Super Chat came in the last minute. Psychonaut 8 drops an additional. Very generous $2 super chance says great show tonight panel was fire and mods held it down and speaking of mods We have the sheriff, you know him as lethal papa not only does he work Tirelessly to keep this troll free. We have of course uh, Dragon wolf and a few others. I didn't get a chance to see who else was here, but obviously Lethal papa. I mean the, the work that he does is just not to be believed and he's fair and uh, if he's if he's timing you out 
if he's banishing you to the black hole of never to come back to my podcast, you deserve it. And he has full authority to do so because I trust no one more than I trust Lito Papa. So he has full authority to drop the ban hammer when he sees fit. So, of course, one other big shout out is to the outstanding generosity that continues to come in. Thank you so much for donating to, of course, Double Barrel Gaming. And, and obviously, you know, with the giveaways that we've been doing and we have coming, we are putting all of that money back into this community. So stay tuned for a big, big announcement coming for Christmas with Boom in December. It is going to be epic, folks. And I believe people are going to be quite shocked on the amount of giveaways we are currently going to have. But anyway, listen, everyone, I want to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me when I was a kid. He used to say, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends.